Welcome to the Retro Rejects Podcast with your hosts, NES Complex and Vintage Video Game Geek. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 13 of the Retro Rejects Podcast. Today is April 19th, 2014. It is a Saturday evening, and we are celebrating our one-year anniversary of this fantastic podcast that I do with my very, very good friend, Vintage Video Game Geek. Cheers, my friend. And I'm drinking a Newcastle brown ale. <laughs> Newcastle? Newcastle? Uh, in honor of you and in honor of our British uh, guest on the show that we had, Future Matt 5. Forget which episode it was. But... Six. Okay. There it is. Very excited. I, it went by so fast. I can't believe we're here, actually. I can believe it. I don't know. The year went by so fast. It doesn't seem like we're already at a year. That's what I mean. Indeed. We have a great group of listeners, great fan base. I appreciate them all. And I, and, and, and I don't think of them as fans. I think of them as brothers. <laughs> we, and no sisters, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe That's there's like one girl that listens to the show. Because um, I remember seeing like somebody made a comment on one of our trailers. And it, it appeared to be a girl. But you know, with YouTube, you never know. It, it could be know. a guy pretending to be a girl. It could be a girl pretending to be a guy pretending to be a girl. That's true. <laughs> I don't know what that means. So this is going to be, I think, a very fun episode. Um, we've actually recorded it in in segments, and I will be stitching it together ever so expertly. Like Frankenstein. But yeah, we've, we've, we've actually recorded a couple of segments that we're going to put them together, and we have a lot of special guests that are going to be popping in and out of the show. But before we get to all of that, we would like to run the retro recap. And and who the heck are we going to have do it? Gamester? Gamester? Do we have Gamester? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me check. Hey guys, what's going on? This is John, Gamester81 here. And this is the retro recap where Chris and Vintage tell us everything they did since the last episode. Oh yeah. And that, of course, was our good friend Gamester81, which oh, yeah. you can listen to him on episode something. Chris, you're the expert on this. What episode uh, 12, was it? 12. Okay. The last one we did. <laughs> but yes, if you go back and listen to episode 12, that's when you'll you'll hear us talking with Gamester81. So this is the retro recap where we talk about all the exciting things and adventures that we've had since the last episode. Oh, 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 oh yeah. You know what, though? Before I, we even do that, I just yeah. want to say we we are going to later in this episode, we are going to do wait for it. Wait for it. No, don't don't tell no. them now. Don't. Well, don't don't blow yeah, yeah. it right here, dude. No, but, yeah, but I just want I just want the anticipation. Oh, OK. All the right. Excitement. All right. Go ahead. Well, Vintage and I, we, you know, we have challenged others. We have brought them to the test to see whether Aaron and Ricky knew each other well. Mm-hmm. We, we wanted to know if the Cartridge Brothers, if P1 and P2. Who are actual well. brothers. They are real brothers. Yeah. Then there's us. We joked. Like, what if we did it? What would happen? And so I won't say everything, but that will be later in the show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. 
Um, so it looks like you have been extremely busy in this last month. Holy moly. I guess it makes up for all the previous months when I did nothing. That's right. And there I, were a I couple just... episodes where you were like, oh, I don't know what I did. Yeah, I left it blank. Well, the, I do know what I did. Basically, I spent all that time, you know, hanging around with a girlfriend. Mm. But um, yeah, that's what took up the time. But now I, I wasn't with anyone. So I did a whole lot of stuff. Okay. Um, I noticed one of your things that says girlfriends. So maybe girlfriend versus. Oh, okay. All right. So maybe you'll talk a little bit about that. But uh, why, why don't you go with your number one, and you know, you do a couple, I'll do one, and you know, we'll okay. just go from there. Yeah. Okay. Well, the the first thing that I want to talk about, and if you follow me on Instagram or Twitter, you probably saw some of the images. But I went as a chaperone on a field trip to the country of Italia. So I flew to Italy and I was there for 10 days. I spent a couple days in Venice and Florence and I went to Pisa and I went to Rome, of course, Pompeii, um, basically all the major cities. And because I teach seventh grade world history, a lot of it's what I talk about already and I've taught it for you know a decade. So to finally see the things that I talk about in person, it was surreal to... Um, I don't know any other way to put it other than surreal. I mean, you, everyone always says, oh, it was awesome. It was great. You know, but but because I talk about these things, there are things that I know so much about already. But, you know, to finally walk the streets of Pompeii, to be literally feet away, in some cases inches away from people who died 2,000 years ago buried in the volcanic ash, that was unbelievable. Or to um, to go to Rome and to see... Uh, you know, put my hand on the walls of the Colosseum and to realize how many people died in there. Um, just it brings reality to the history. And I think history is one of those weird things. And for me, I always have these like aha moments where I realize, wow, this stuff really happened. These aren't it's not fiction. It's not stuff people made up. And it makes a lot of things that are. Hello. Historical. Hello. Was I gone? No, I just went and got a beer. Are you kidding? I needed to get another one. You know what? I just noticed that this last beer didn't have a label on it. Isn't that weird? It has a back label, but not a front label. Are you serious? So, so I'm, I'm I missed rambling I'm, on, and then you just interrupted me. <laughs> I missed a little bit of that, but I'll go back and listen to it when I edit. I'm kind of. I'm actually a little worried now. Like, what if somebody tampered with this this one beer? Well, I guess we'll find out if you if you stop talking for longer than usual. All right. So, um, so anyway, I was no, saying no, before you uh, rudely that left that, and that, didn't that was listen. very rude. I'm, I apologize. Yeah, I'm a little hurt, man. This is supposed to be our one year. I thought we were like brothers. <laughs> uh, we are. We are. Okay. Okay. Anyways, yeah. Um, awkward like moment I said, over. I'm gonna hear. A, I'm gonna hear it when I edit. So awkward moment over. Yeah. So I. I did the whole gondola thing in Venice, and I saw the David, the statue of the David, and I saw the Sistine Chapel and the Pope. And um, oh, can can I ask a question? Yeah, yeah. Did anybody make any kind of jokes about the David statue while you were there? I don't. What joke are you referring to? The size of his. I, I don't know. I'm just. I, I mean, I know that you know it's a statue of a naked man, and you were with a bunch oh. of teenagers and i was just wondering if anybody made any funny jokes uh yeah i don't know i don't know how to how much to get into about that i think it just has to do with the state of his uh, uh of the statue's excitement <laughs> i mean he just fought goliath no, wait, I, you... <laughs> I, I hope he's not um oh so is that really supposed to be king david yeah 
Oh, I didn't know that. I just thought it was a naked really? statue named David. No, <laughs> no I, I didn't know that. No, he's got the sling over his shoulder, and he's got that look of, of concern and concentration because he just fought him. Well, why doesn't he have why doesn't he have clothes on? No one had clothes on during the Renaissance, dude. Get out of here. The whole Sistine Chapel is naked people. Yeah, but when David fought Goliath, it wasn't the Renaissance. Yeah, well, everyone in the Sistine Chapel is naked. Is that how it was in all of time? No, they wore clothes back then. I'm so confused. It's just back in, in the Renaissance days, they had Renaissance means rebirth, and they were trying to rediscover Roman and Greek ideals. And so there was a big focus on just the beauty of the human body. Uh-huh. And so, yeah, I have no idea how. I know even at that time there was some controversy, like why are you painting naked people in a church? Uh-huh. But that's what they did. It's just, it was just people were people of their times. Okay. All right. Well, I learned something. There you go. We try to provide some educational content here. Very on limited. Retro rejects. Mostly from me. Because Mostly. I, I have a master's degree. I have an education. <laughs> okay. But anyway. Yeah. So, so Italy was awesome. And I mean, there's a million things you could say, but I won't say much, except uh, it's really expensive over there. I mean, it was like $16 sometimes for a, a little snack at lunchtime. Did you try any gelato? Oh, for crying out loud, man. Gelato is everywhere. You know, we joke about Starbucks being everywhere here. Yeah. But man, it literally is everywhere. Yeah. Can you explain yeah. what that is? Because I didn't really know what it was till I went over there. Well, gelato is basically... Basically ice cream, except I guess there's something to do with the amount of air that is in the mix. And like, for example, a strawberry gelato is not like our strawberry. It's not pink. It's more like actual real strawberry right. um, blended. What flavors but did you get? I got tiramisu um, a, a few times just because I, I love it. Mm -hmm. uh, peach. I got sort of like a lemon uh, some sort of lemon. I was just trying to try unique things when people said it was good. But I had it a lot of times. I think one day I had it five different times. Oh, my goodness. It's just really cool the way that everywhere you walk on, like every corner there's gelato. Sometimes there's gelato places next door to gelato places. I, I have to say, I have to admit, I wasn't that <laughs> impressed by it when I had it. Really? And I had it a couple different times and like cuz everybody was all, "Oh, you got to get the gelato when you go over to Italy." And I'm just like, "Okay, geez, re relax." You know, it's like it's like how they were telling me, "You got to watch Breaking Bad." And I'm just like, "No." You know, but with, with this I actually I actually did. And I tried it a couple different times and I'm like, "Okay, I mean, it's like kind of like yogurt ice cream, you know. Mm -hmm. We have this back in the States. I don't see what the big deal is." Well, it's not much different. I, I think what I liked about it isn't it's not so much that. It's just the the environment where ice cream shops are everywhere. It, I would like to have that here. Yeah, <laughs> that would be nice. I'd like to be able to walk down the street and know no matter where I am in our country that I can find some uh, good ice cream on the corner. You know what I like is um, cold stone or marble slab. Oh, right. Oh, man. It's been a long time since I went to one of those. Like, sometimes I'm in the mood for that, and that's, like, the fancy stuff, right? Other times, I just like a good old soft serve, like, yeah. kind of like a crappy, like, trailer type of a dive place, you mm -hmm. know? Sometimes I like that, but Mrs. Gee can't have soft serve because it upsets her stomach. <clears throat> Weird. But let's talk more about Italy. 
Well, first of all, a lot of people in Italy actually speak English. So there was never a time when I felt like I couldn't get around. Like, I think a lot of Americans have sort of the fear of the unknown when it comes to traveling abroad. But truthfully, I, I could buy a ticket and land there, not have hotel reservations. I could get around, right. get places to stay. There is nothing to be worried about for anyone who hasn't tried it. Um, it just inspired me to want to go more. But a lot of the people that speak English, they learned English in England and so they were having trouble understanding our American accents. Yeah. So knowing me, I switched over to a British accent. And they're like, oh, there. Yeah, I can understand you now. <laughs> really? <laughs> Absolutely. That's happened awesome. Two, it happened two times. One time while we were buying gelato. And another time just in they have like these sort of gas station convenience store type places where um, they serve awesome Italian uh, coffee, cappuccinos and stuff. And uh, they have all these kind of panini bread. I, it's like a... It's like Starbucks and 7-Eleven had a baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, they were everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, so That's yeah. the place you want to get your lunch at because it's cheap. I mean, compared to like a sit-down restaurant. It was much cheaper and it was pretty good too. Oh, yeah. It is good. There, There's really too much to say. Like, I don't, I don't know where to begin and end with it. Well, I don't... well tell, tell us some of your favorite things. Well, Pompeii is something that I have read and watched and, you know, I've gone on Google Earth before, like long before I ever went there and actually toured the streets of Pompeii just because uh, I'm really into Pompeii. It's, there's something just about the fact that all these Roman cities over time, including Rome itself, they've fallen apart. They've been pillaged. The stone, the marble that was used for Roman buildings have been reclaimed and used for churches and God knows what over the years. But because Pompeii was buried, it's like the only city that is frozen in time and you can actually see exactly what the Romans lived like. Yeah. And, and so to walk down the streets of Pompeii, to see the, the actual graffiti carved in the plaster from 2,000 years ago, uh, that's just phenomenal. You, knowing that someone carved that in there too. You know, we walked into the brothels and we saw paintings like frescoes up above the, the beds. Mm-hmm. that showed all these lewd acts and it's just weird it's just weird to think that 2000 years ago the kinds of crazy stuff that was going on there yes and, and it was all just frozen in time it's so trippy what else was your favorite yeah and then i think just seeing some of this the things like the sistine chapel it was much bigger the room was much bigger than i expected yeah the, the ceiling were, is very it's what is it like 20 30 feet up at least 30 yeah, yeah it's it's huge and the, the you know the figures you see in all those images they're life size and the famous painting right is the one where like god and adam are like yeah the creation of man they almost touch like their fingers but right not and right. one thing i had never heard or noticed but the tour guide pointed out is that god is actually sitting inside the shape of a human brain I never noticed that. Yeah, I had never. I mean, I like I said, I've taught this for 10 years in a row. And I, I talk about that every single year. And I never noticed that detail. Huh. And the tour guide at that time, was her name was Fabiola. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Fabiola. Fabiola. Is this Fabiola. like the female version of Fabiola? I don't care <laughs> what her name was. It didn't really matter, man. She ah. was very, very sweet and very informative. Did she talk about, um, I can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> I can't believe it's not butter. I can't believe it's not butter. The taste you love without the cholesterol. <laughs> uh, no, she did the whole tour in the Vatican. So. Okay, okay. But anyway, um, that's enough about that. I, You know, the flights were really, really long as well. 
So I think it took about 12 hours to get there. Well, actually, when we left, the flight had a problem, and they uh, had to cancel us the first day. Mm. We sat on the plane for two hours, and they couldn't get something working uh, with the landing mechanisms. So we uh, got off the plane and had to stay in a city near L.A. for the night. So we lost one day in Venice, but at least we lived. Um, but on the plane, I watched several movies, and I won't talk about all of them. I know you talked about Ender's Game uh, last episode, and I yeah. watched yeah, what'd you think of it? Um, I thought it was pretty good. I think that anytime you watch a movie on a plane, your your experience is a little bit different because <laughs> the screen is small and the sound isn't always as loud as you want. But right, right. Um, I enjoyed it, but I also watched the movie about Steve Jobs with Ashton Kutcher. Ugh, I'm not, just uh, not interested in that. Well, I mean, I get it. I get it. You know, Steve Jobs, yes, he was a very smart guy, genius businessman entrepreneur blah 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 but you know what like there's something about like when he especially when he died it's like it's almost like people like started worshiping the guy as god or something like that and that just turns me off well i think it's not so much that i think that the you know as a history guy there are people in every era that will be remembered and there's no question that a hundred years from now when we talk about the computer revolution right steve jobs and bill gates are yeah. the names that will, will be discussed I oh mean, no doubt no doubt so he is a huge figure in history in terms of the development of the personal computer and who knows where apple goes from here you know so i i just i was interested in it just because i i hear a lot about how behind the scenes he was kind of a jerk and really short-tempered and everything and so I was just curious about it. And I, th- I thought it was okay, but I thought the way it ended was just kind of stupid. I also saw the movie. The wait, 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 wait. Let me guess. He dies. What? Actually, he doesn't. <laughs> he, really? In the movie, he lives? No, no. <laughs> that's, now, that's a plot twist. They I... just end it be, like well before he died. I oh, mean, okay. I think when it ends, he's announcing the, you know, those colored Mac PCs? Yeah, yeah, or not yeah. PCs, those colored Macs that had, yeah, they all had a different colored back. Why did they pick that part to end it? I don't know, actually. Was, was that right around the time he got fired? No, it was that they they went over the whole him getting fired and coming back and okay, okay, okay. Um, and they actually start the movie with him introducing the iPod for the first time, and then it goes back in the past, and it never gets back to the time period with the iPod, so. Only the opening Terrible. scene Terrible. shows the uh, turtlenecked version, Steve Jobs. Well, that just ruins the whole movie right there. Yeah. yeah that's, <laughs> that's, 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 that's what killed it. That's unforgivable. But And I don't want to talk about them all in too much depth, but I saw The Heat. What, what Sun- is that? What is it's that? a comedy with Sandra Bullock and uh, Jenny. Wait, not Jenny. What's her name? Oh, no. Carth- what's her name? The Chubby Girl. Sure. Yeah, but what's her name? Melissa McCarthy? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> she's pretty funny, though, honestly. I've heard that, but I just... She's I very don't... witty, and she did this awesome YouTube parody. Okay. Where she she's doing some weird show, like she's you know sitting in front of the camera, and she's got these weird glasses and crossing her eyes and a weird haircut, and she talks to the camera like we do. So she's really just making fun of all us YouTube people. I, I don't talk funny. to the camera. Yeah, you do. No, I don't. The camera hears what you say. Okay, that's that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about gravity because I, I've heard a lot of people say this is good, and I'm kind of like, I don't know if I want to rent this. I know it's coming to to Redbox. 
And I wanted to ask your opinion if it was worth like a dollar twenty to rent. Well, I fell asleep during it. <laughs> okay, so probably no then. You know, it's just like they're they're in space and they're just trapped in space and then they gotta get to this station and then they gotta get to this and that. Right. It's just it goes by pretty quick, especially when you sleep for like half an hour. Uh, I, yeah, I'll probably pass on that. I think that it, it was okay, but I don't really know why people rant and rave about it. Maybe the half hour I missed was this like golden moment in the career of Sandra Bullock. You have two Sandra Bullock uh, movies here. Do you have a thing for her? No, not really. You know what I liked her in? Demolition uh, Man. I never saw that. What? What? You never saw Demolition Man? No. Oh my gosh. You got to watch that. The final movie I saw was Iron Man 3. And I remember when you saw it and you talked about it, you talked about how bad you thought it was. Yeah, yeah. Now we can talk about the biggest plot hole. I'm so glad that you've seen yeah, it. Tell me, what what did you mean by that? Because I'll be honest with this one too. Like um, when we were landing in New York, it was kind of funny because there's this battle over New York in the film. And we were fl- flying over like Long Island or Stat- maybe it was Staten Island. At the very same time, I'm looking out the window of the plane, and then I look at the screen, and we're exactly the same spot. We, but we had to land before the movie ended. So on the what? flight, yeah. So on the flight, then from New York back to L.A., I put it back on and I watched the rest of it. Okay. So you don't, you seriously don't get with the huge plot hole of that movie. Like, yes. look, like I said, watching a movie on a plane <laughs> is filled with with uh, stewardesses bringing you food, having to go poo poo. Um, falling asleep for a few minutes here and there because okay, I right, let me like, break this down for you. Really, tell me what you're talking about. And it, and it has been a while since I've seen it, but um, it goes something like this. So in the beginning of the movie, or for most of the movie, right, he has the one crappy suit, right? Yeah, like the yeah the prototype. He has the crappy prototype, and it's always breaking, and he's always trying to fix it. And then what happens at the very end of the movie? It works? No. I don't remember. What are you talking about? He he does some stupid command, and the secret vault opens up at, at his house back in California, and like 50 Iron Man suits oh, right, fly right. out of the, 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 the hole, and they fly all the way to Miami, where he's having the final battle. And then he jumps from suit to suit and blah, 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 blah. So the point of the plot hole is that the whole movie, he's trying to fix the suit when he had 50 perfectly working suits back (laughs) in his house that he never called. Yeah, that is a problem. That is a huge problem. That's a minor, minor problem. I hate Iron Man 3. (laughs) It's insulting. It's, It's so insulting. Like I don't know how they got got away with this. How did they? How was this allowed to be put to film? Like, can't they just have like a a a reasonable human being sitting there reviewing these Hollywood scripts and be like, "No, hold on a minute, guys. This this doesn't make any sense." Like, Apparently, they can't do that. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> You're like really mad. I am mad. But let me tell you what makes me feel better is i saw captain america the winter soldier today and it is fantastic it makes up for iron man 3 i like stood up and applauded no i didn't but i thought about doing it i love this movie it's so (laughs) it's so much better than the first captain america 
the first one I was kind of like very meh, you know, it's like, eh, you know, I mean, I, I get it. You got to do the origin thing, but the whole thing about how he gets frozen, you know, that, that was stupid. How he crashed the plane at the end, the first movie, I wasn't that thrilled. And typically we've talked about how, you know, more often than not sequels are not as good in the case of Iron Man, they keep getting worse. But in the case of Captain America, at least for the second one, it was much better. And I don't want to give anything away because it's only like three weeks out. But it's... I did not like Iron Man 2, but I actually did enjoy Iron Man 3 better. Oh, shame on you. It plot shame hole. Shame on hole. Oh my gosh, that movie was horrible. And come on, the little kid. I mean, who cares? Seriously. Wow, what a jerk. See, we don't want to see this. You are a jerk. We don't want to see Robert Downey Jr. hiding in some kid's garage. Seriously. a barn. What? It was like a barn. Whatever. <laughs> so stupid. And they and okay. they made a mockery of the Mandarin character. That was pretty bad. Yeah. I mean, come on. I mean, if I if I actually cared about Iron Man comic books, I would be really, really pissed. About what they did with the Mandarin. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, go see Captain America, The Winter Soldier. Excellent movie. Very smart movie. Very, very good writing. All the actors are perfect in it. I'm, I'm so <clears throat> proud of... Uh, what's his name? Chris Evans? Like, mm -hmm. you know, the first the time... The Human I, Torch. Yeah, the first time I saw him <laughs> was in the Fantastic Four, and I thought, this guy's an idiot. He sucks. I hate those movies. I just, it's impossible not to like this guy as Captain America. He plays him so great. He's so likable. Like, all the characters are likable. Go out. You, you got to go see it. Now, I remember, though, um, several months back, I think it was episode three, when uh, we watched another superhero film, and you talked about how great it was. <laughs> Superman, yeah. Man of Steel, and, and I'm... I just noticed that you've seen it now three times and you have a different opinion. Yeah, I actually hate it now. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? Like, yeah, I've changed my mind. And 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 from time to time I will do this. Come on, man, you gotta be committed. You have to you have to lock in. Well, you know, mean? I mean I think when we recorded it, I had just seen it, like either that day It or... was that day. Okay, yeah. Coming off the original viewing, you know, I thought it was awesome. I mean, visually, it was. The action, the blah, blah, blah. But over time, <laughs> you know, the more I thought about it, the more things really started to bug me. And so what happened was I watched it with Mrs. Geek uh, the other night because she had never seen it. And I got it on Blu-ray. And so mm -hmm. we watched it. And right away, she was like, this sucks. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and uh, when it got over, she was like, this movie was terrible. And I'm like, yeah, it really was. And and I found myself like critiquing the movie like as we were watching it. The first part on Krypton, I was just like, you know, I just couldn't get over like how stupid it was that Jarrell, you know, if he knew that the world was going to blow up, why in the world didn't he make a bigger spaceship? <laughs> Like, why couldn't him and his wife and Clark all or, you know, Kal-El, why couldn't they all just go to Earth together? And, you know, and, and later on, like, it's so bad that later on, Clark, when he sees his hologram dad, he's like, 
why don't you come with me? I mean, he asks the obvious question and he gives them like most retarded answer. He's like, Oh, we were products of a failed civilization so that we couldn't come like, hello. No, like you were the only people that got it. You weren't really part of the the rest (laughs) of those people. So it's so dumb. The, The entire concept of Superman is stupid. That they put their baby in a rocket and send him off to Earth. What What the heck? What What if something went wrong? What if that ship went into the ocean and no one ever found him and he died? I mean, or what if some horrible people found Clark and they brought him up to be like a super villain? I mean, what were they thinking? They weren't thinking. And then there's the whole business about the Phantom Drive. And if you ever saw how it should have ended... Um, man of steel i mean that pretty much sums it up right there what happens is when zod first shows up and he makes the announcement like you have 24 hours to give me kal-el you know and what does clark do you know he already knows about jor-el he knows who he is he knows all the stuff he found the ship he blah 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 you know flew into space what does he do he goes to some random priest you know, to ask for advice instead of going back to see Jarrell and being like, oh my gosh, you know, Zod's here. What should I do? Instead, you know, we have to have all this stuff happen, you know, and, you know, they make a joke of it in the video, right? Because in the video, he goes to see Jarrell and Jarrell tells him, like, oh yeah, you got to take, you know, the baby spaceship and throw it at their ship and that'll create a black hole. And, you know, suck them in and blah, blah, blah. And so in the video, that's what he does. And then it fast forwards to like Batman and Superman sitting at the diner. Mm -hmm. And and Batman's like, so he's like, you just you just saved, you know, you just saved everybody. And he's like, well, yeah, that's what I do. And Batman's like, can you imagine if you had to fight those people like over land? (laughs) (laughs) He's like. He's like, you know, thousands of people could have died. There could have been billions of dollars in property damage. And that's how it ends. <laughs> because they're absolutely right. Yep. Just terrible. Well, I still think the whole fight at the end was just ridiculous. It really was. You know, I was watching that stupid family at the end when he was shooting the laser beams. And they're just sitting there cowering in the corner when all they had to do was just run to the right and they could have got away. (laughs) Oh, right. Right. They just stood there. There was nothing blocking their path. Yeah, I know. They're like, let's just stand in the corner and get blasted by these laser beams. Well, and the thing that I didn't say back in episode three, but I think it's fair to say now it's been a long time. If you haven't seen this movie, then you, I don't know, plug, you know, turn down the sound for five seconds starting now. He breaks his neck. At the end. Well, yeah. He could have done that at any time. What was he waiting for? Just break the dude. Yeah. No, he couldn't because they were they were punching each other. Mm-hmm. No, you were right. I, I, I'll admit it. You were right. Uh, your initial assessment was right and mine was wrong. Thank you. It's about time you admit you're not right about everything. All right. What else you got? Well, I wanted, I'm going to skip down a little bit. Uh, on Wednesday, I recorded with the Cartridge Brothers as well as Jay Dubious 
and uh, buried on Mars. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so we did a, we talked about Super Metroid. And I, I know I seem to mention that on every episode in one way or another. But yesterday, April 18th, was the 20th anniversary or birthday of Super Metroid when it was released in North America. And so for this month's episode, they did Super Metroid for the Cartridge Club. You know, the format is that everyone is supposed to, for that month, everyone knows what the game is. And if you're part of the Cartridge Club, everyone plays it together. And then when the episode comes out, you listen to the opinions of about four or five guys talking about, you know, everything about it. Sort of like a two-hour review. We discussed the story and the graphics and the sort of the backstory of the, of the developers and uh, the inspiration behind it. Sort of the chronology of the other games in the series and how it compares to other games in the series. We spent time talking about the sound and just everything that you can think of regarding the game. And it was it was good times, you know, a lot of fun, a lot of funny moments. So I think if you give that a listen, you will you will laugh a lot. Do you talk it, about me at all? I did talk about you. Yes. Okay, I'll download it. Okay. Is it on there? <laughs> um I it's um it's updating right now. Is that is that your criteria? Like I had to talk about you? <laughs> No, I was going to listen anyway, just because you were on it. Well, yeah, when you were on, I know you mentioned, uh, you talked about me a little bit and talked about our podcast and whatnot, so I did sort of the same thing. I returned. You got to, yeah, you got to plug yourself, you know. Yeah, you know, I've been yeah. thinking about that. We need to, I need to start plugging our podcast and everything. I know, right? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to build a, a new outro that always plugs us. Oh, okay. That's great. Yeah. Um. Oh, I was going to ask you something. Um, you were talking about making a video to promote this episode, right? I did. Yeah, I was going to ask you if you would make the video and then I could just post it on my channel. We both put it on? Right. Well, I thought about it and maybe I should. Still. I think you should I... because, hey, it's one year. We really got to milk this thing. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel so bad about how few videos I actually put on my channel. I don't. You're terrible. You're a terrible YouTuber. I have been. No, you're not. I um, was working really hard on stuff today, though. Well, just for your knowledge, um, your episode on the Cartridge Club is not up yet. Um, the latest one is episode seven, Cartridge Gear Solid, <laughs> which they talk about Metal Gear Solid. Really? Yeah. Like, it w- did we really need to figure that one out? Uh, thanks well, for thanks for because. <laughs> We would have been clueless. I know. I know you would have. not. Okay. <laughs> uh, another thing is I, I got contacted by this channel. I hadn't heard. I mean, I, I knew I'd seen them around like uh, on Twitter and, you know, places like that. It's a channel called Girlfriend Versus. It's about a guy and his girlfriend, and she's not a gamer at all. Okay. But he's introducing her to video games, different genres. Huh. You know, forcing her to play. And it's really well done. I mean, stylistically, it's awesome. He, they're both actually, they live in Hollywood, so nearby. And he contacted me. This is how I really discovered like, and watched them. Uh-huh. Is he contacted me and he's like, you know what? I really like uh, your, your podcast and your channel. And I wanted to see, since you live in Southern California, if you want to meet up and be the first guest on our show. No way. And, yeah. And so I said, absolutely. And I, I, well, I checked it out first, you know, and then I said, oh my gosh, absolutely. They they live in Hollywood. They both are in the industry and they do films. And I don't know exactly what they do, but his girlfriend has a British accent, and uh, so I'm assuming she's from Mother England. And uh, he, you know, was just like us. You know, he's uh, right. 
It reminds me a little bit of Aaron. He's a little crazy. Well, that's interesting because I, when I saw this in the episode notes, I thought you were going to talk about how you've been fighting with your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I'm but having a, good a hard way. time finding their channel, um, actually. Girlfriend VS. I just typed it in and it didn't come up at all. I will, um, I will drop a link. All right, you, you, you do that, and I will go get beer number three. Oh, because right I am celebrating our wonderful. That's funny because I've already done two. What are you drinking? Beer. Yeah, but what? Beer. What kind of beer? Just get your own beer. No, I want to know what you're drinking. No, you don't need to know. No, yeah, I do. What are you? Are you afraid I'm going to make fun of you? Mm-hmm. Why? All right, go get your beer. I sent you the link right there. Look, I promise I won't make fun of you. What do you How do you not find this channel, dude? I mean, what did you spell friend wrong? It's I E. Stop changing the subject. Do you got the link? I have it, but I'm not clicking right. it until okay. I know what beer you're drinking. We're going to be sitting here a long time. Okay. We're just going to sit here. What are you drinking like old duels? That's the only thing I would make fun of you. Is that what it is? You're drinking O'Doul's. No. Okay, well then, what is it? Are we going to do that PS3 segment later? Yeah, we are. It, what was that whistling? Is that a clue? Just, no. <laughs> I don't give clues. This is going to be very boring for our listeners. We should move on. No, I want. I really... Uh, now this is really bugging me. Why? Because why won't you tell me? Well, what are you drinking? I told you, you I'm drinking a Newcastle. Oh, that's right, you did. <laughs> are you really mad? I am. <laughs> Dude, for crying out loud, why can't you just let go? Because I'm a very stubborn person. Yes, you are. This is like the boringest, stupidest thing we've ever done on our show. This is gonna be it. This is the show. The show. One year. We're One vintage and Chris. You know, do a, an eternal mad dog. That's right. Who will budge first? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need another one. <laughs> Why won't you just tell me? Why do you need to know? I'm just curious. The truth is, I could tell you anything just to end this, couldn't I? But then you'd be lying if you didn't tell me the correct... Beat. You wouldn't know. I wouldn't, but you would have to live with it. The fact that you yeah, lied to yeah. me. I'm going to have trouble living with... Okay, I think so, so tell me. Tell me what it is. You need to live with the fact that you're making this a very sad, stupid segment. <laughs> I can edit this to make it look like anything <laughs> I wanted to. No, yeah. That's true. <laughs> I, I, I honestly want to know what it is because I don't. I can't think of how I would make fun of you. If it's not O'Doul's, there's nothing to make fun of. It's Miller Lite. Okay, well, fine. What's wrong with that? <laughs> That's a fine American beer. No, it's it's a wuss beer. It's not a wuss. I just like the taste of it. I don't That's know. fine. I don't like it. See? But I'm not going to make fun of you. I mean, a lot of people drink Miller Lite. There's nothing to be ashamed of. <laughs> All right. Can we go on now? I mean, if I was going to have a light beer, I'd probably have like a Bud Light. Oh, I don't like Bud Light. See, really? Yeah, but you know, I don't like light beer. I mean, yeah, I, I like that's like drinking water to see. Me. That's what I. That's what I usually hear. Well, yeah, but that's okay. 
What's the what's the alcohol content? I'm just five. Well, that that's more than the Newcastle. It's only four point seven. Wait, where is it? Where does it say? It should say it right on the bottle. I think they have to. I don't see it. All right, well, I'm gonna look it up then. It's Miller time. I mean, come on. What? Why would I make fun of that? It says four point two percent. Oh, okay, I was wrong. That's not. That's that's fine. All right, I'm gonna go get another beer. See, see, all this was for nothing. Thank you. I know. Why'd you make a big deal about it? You made a big deal. No, you made a big deal. (laughs) Okay. All right, I'll be right back. (laughs) Hurry up. All right, I'm back. All right. I'm I'm having a good time. I am too. That was pretty weird. We just had our first like our little fight. Oh, it was all. It was all. It was all for show. Was I, it? I, well, I, actually, I was kind of annoyed with you. I know. <laughs> I was too. You were annoyed at me? Yeah. Why? If a man doesn't want us to announce the beer he's drinking, he doesn't have to. Listen, there's nothing we can we should hide from each other. <laughs> <laughs> there, yes, there is. There should be no secrets between us. There, there are some things we should We hide. have shared a bed. That is true. I mean, what that, else? That is actually there? is true. What else? Is well, there? hey, there are plenty of things we that more than that. Thank <laughs> God didn't happen. Okay. All right. By the way, did you book our room yet? No. Dude, get on it. <laughs> you book it. I'll pay you. Uh, okay. All right. I, I will. But I'm not staying at the stab in. I decided. Well, then stay where you want to stay. I'm going to stay somewhere a little bit nicer because we're better than the stab in. And their textured wallpaper in the hallways with their screwed in pictures. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you really <laughs> spent a lot of time in like examining that. That's kind of weird. Well, okay, you know, have wait, an attention wait. to detail. I want to go back to the girlfriend versus thing. Is I went. Oh I yeah, I should look that. at their channel. Eh? Yeah. All right, I'm clicking on your link. It's really good. All right, and so they have channel- 65 subs. Yes, very small channel. All right, I'm subbing. I told him that we that I would talk about it on the show too. All right, I'm definitely gonna check this out. Um, I'm putting it in my watch later. I have not watched the pickup videos, so I don't know. But you know, I love finding these small channels and yeah, that nobody else watches. I'm excited. Hey, they sub to our podcast. I know. I told you. He said he that they listen or uh, they li- or at least he does. I don't know if she does. Can't remember if if he said she's listened as well. I'm gonna check this out now. What happens if they break up? That's kind of gonna screw up the channel. Um, I'm assuming they've been together for a while. Well, he could always get a different girlfriend and keep the channel. <laughs> That's pretty screwed up. <laughs> okay. I think the fact that she will play games with him and uh, everything, I think that makes her a keeper. Oh, they have like Super Meat Boy matching T-shirts. That's cute. Oh yeah, for the uh, Revolution X. Oh, that game is horrible. I'm going to have to watch that one, too. <laughs> oh, man, that game sucks. Do you remember one time I had I had actually thought about doing like a retrospective on Revolution X, and I collected every version of the game? Weird. At one point, I had it on like SNES, Genesis, Saturn, and then I looked at, I looked at myself in the mirror, and I'm like, what are you doing? Why do you own these games? You're never going to do a <laughs> review of this. Get rid of them. And I did. I sold them on eBay. 
Well, then it'll be interesting for you to watch that one. I'm, I'm going to. But he basically gives her the controller, and, you know, she she's not entirely sure where the buttons are and what does what. And, <laughs> um, and he's just trying to guide her through it and kind of rooting her on. And So you're going to be on the show. Yeah, and we're trying to schedule when I'm actually going to head out there to do it. They're busy. You know, they're pretty busy, and so am I, and except for the weekends. But I've got my kids for a lot of the weekends, or I'm going to be out of town. Mm-hmm. So I think the earliest is going to be sometime in mid-May. Now, I'm looking at who he's subbed to. I see a lot of people on here. I see Future Matt, Cartridge Brothers, Metal Jesus, GameSack, Happy Console Gamer, Arcade and Pop. Oh, here I am, Vintage Video Game Geek. Well, there you are. An NES complex and Gamester and Retro Liberty. Yeah, but what's first? James Rolfe. Actually, I'll tell you. Pat is first. Are you looking at this? I am. Pat, (laughs) Pat, James Cinemasker. Right. Then Retro Liberty, then Gamester, then me. So I'm number five. And I'm number six. I'm, I'm, I'm honored. That is an honor. I am honored. I'm just glad I'm ahead of you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Wow, James Rolfe has over a million subs. He's had over a million. Wow, what is he at? Let me check. 1.4 million. Yeah, it's pretty impressive. I wonder what that's like. Um, it's like you probably don't have to work. That's true. <laughs> that's great. Good Every video him. he puts out. Yeah, absolutely, Good man. Every him. video he puts out makes like, you know, um, as much views as you have on your entire channel in the entire history <laughs> in my entire life. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Him. I'm glad. Oh, absolutely. He's I like, mean, if not for him, you and I wouldn't have ever met. If, yeah. If not for him, not like hardly any of us would have ever That's met. That's true. He's like, he is a true godfather he of is. retro gaming community. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. I've actually been watching some of his videos lately. I, I already have nostalgia. For his videos. <laughs> like when I watch them, I remember the first time I watched them because he was Me one too. of the very first people that I watched, you yep. know? Yep. How about I gush a little bit about Sherlock here for Do a minute? It. So, you know, you recommended Sherlock to me. Yes. And for the longest time, I couldn't watch it because I didn't have Netflix. Mm-hmm. But then I got Netflix and then I watched Sherlock and I fell in love with the first episode. And Mrs. Geek also loves Sherlock, and we watched all six of them. You know, so the first two seasons, we're we're waiting for season three with bated breath to find out. I mean, I have my theories, and I've you know I've been sure not to look and see what happens because it's already come out over in the UK. But... Well, I've already seen it. I mean, you can watch them on like iTunes. Oh yeah, but I don't want to pay you have to buy money. them. Yeah, I don't want to pay money. Of course not. No. What is it like two dollar or something like something that? like that? Yeah, I don't want to pay. I'll, there I'll are other pay. ways as well, of course. Well, but, yeah, but. I mean, I guess there's like torrents or something. I don't even know what that is, but it, <laughs> it sounds shady to me. So I'm not. I'm you know my computer's messed up as it is. I don't want to be downloading some word. Well, you or can whatever. get them through like Apple TV or something as well. Okay, but. but anyway, Sherlock is a show. It's it came out in the UK, I think, in 2010. And it stars Benedict Cumberbatch as Sherlock and uh, Martin Freeman. Martin Freeman, um, who is the the main character in the Hobbit movies. He also was in the English version of The Office. Uh-huh. Great actor. Um, the show is fantastic. 
So check that out. And I loved it so much that I went to my local Barnes and Noble and I bought the complete Sherlock Holmes collection by Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. When did he write these? The like 1800s. In, well, the, it takes place in the 1800s, but I think he actually wrote them in the early 1900s. Really? Yeah. I think if you look at the copyrights, I'm not going to look it up right now, but I'm pretty sure of that. Oh, well, he man. died in 1930, so yeah, I think that they were probably um, written throughout the end and the turn of the century. Okay, Mr. Smarty Pants. Now I'm going to look it up. Darn it, you're right again! <laughs> you're right. It's 1887. Get used to it. Yeah, darn you. It's all about this teacher business. So yeah, you're right. Sign of the Four was the second book published in 1890. So I've read, I've read, so he wrote four novels and then he also wrote several short stories. And so for 20 bucks, you can go and get right now, all of you can walk into your Barnes and Noble, look for the table that says like classics or something like that. It's this nice brown hard copy or, or no, you could go on your phone no, and you can download these same works for absolutely nothing. Don't do that. It's good to have. That's how I read. Uh, I read a few of the books on my phone. Okay. And, but it's, uh, it's so good to have the physical copy. It is good to have the physical copy, but yeah, you, you can still enjoy them on your phone. Okay. Fine. While you're going poop. You, you could do that. But uh, so I, I read the first and, I, and it's in chronological. It's in publication order. So. I've read the first two novels and now I'm into like, I don't know, like the fourth or fifth short story and they're just so awesome and I love reading them and they make me feel smarter. Just like, you know I what? I think show. that's the, the greatness of the character Sherlock Holmes is you yeah. do feel smarter when you read it. Anything yeah. that makes you feel good about yourself. Right. Of course you're going to like it. Yeah. I just can't recommend it enough there's something to be said about some of these classic writings and things that we you know we might just pass them over because they're quote-unquote old mm -hmm. but i mean th there's a reason why these things are classics right you know just, who i love what edgar Allan poe he's the twilight zone back then um, i absolutely so love his short story he wrote like the telltale heart yeah, and the cask of Edmoniato and the Raven and things like that. Mm. Yeah, the Telltale Heart I'll never forget because that was one of the required readings. Of course, um, that creepy eye staring through the doorway, the little <laughs> slit in the doorway, and how he uh, hides the body under the floorboard. Right, and he goes, he goes crazy, and he like rips up the floor at the end. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, can't you totally imagine these as like a episode of the Twilight Zone or something? Mm -hmm. And I only have one other thing that I'll just briefly say. Two weeks from now, I will be in Chicago with Greg, and so we're already talking a lot about that. We plan on having an arcade party on, I think, the Friday or Saturday night oh, when I'm out there, and so it's going to... What? I'm jealous. I wish I could go. I know. I played Powerball. Um, the jackpot is up to like $128 million. So if you win, you'll come out? Absolutely. I'll quit my okay. job tomorrow. <laughs> No, I think they're drawing. The drawing is tonight. If I win, I'm I'm definitely coming out. Kind of disappointed in you for playing that, dude. Get out of here, dude. Come on, that's like 
every every um educated person knows it's like a poor man tax. I understand that, but somebody has to win. Uh, people do win the lottery. It's a it's a mathematical fact. Yes. However unlikely, people and, do die from toenail infections gone wrong. And you know, I don't ever hardly ever play it, but I was in the Harris Teeter as a matter Uh-oh. of fact the other day buying my new cat Newcastle brown ale. <clears throat> and I said to myself, and there was nobody at the courtesy counter because if there's a line, I'm not going to do it right because I'm not going to wait. But there was nobody there. So I went up to the guy and I'm like, hey, how much is Powerball? And he's like, two bucks. And I was like, what's the jackpot? And he's like, 128 million. I'm like, that's not too bad. <laughs> and uh, I go, I'll take three. So I spent six bucks. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. You threw six dollars away. Yes. But part of that goes to education. What if you just take $6 and throw it in the toilet? What if I take $6 and I jam it up your butthole? (laughs) (laughs) Not that again. (laughs) Okay. Well, actually, I think that would be more beneficial. I would have six dollars. Then you would have six. You know what? Next time you're tempted to uh, to buy some Powerball, why don't you just write me a check or, or PayPal me some money? But what if I did win? And how great would it be? Because I would like lavish you with expensive gifts and things like this at Christmas. Right. For sure, you. Would. And I would finally buy you a Sega Master System, <laughs> like you've always wanted. That you promised and didn't buy. That's right. Well, that's I'm almost gonna get you. I'm gonna, I'll hook you up, brother. <laughs> I'm going to get you a Sega Master System. How about a boxed copy of Bionic Commando? No. no. What? You already have the game. Yeah, but you know what? I'm actually starting to think I, I want to just... I want my collection to be only the finest. <laughs> like, like the classics. Only the finest and complete. <laughs> no, I'm no, actually, no. Don't, don't, don't go down that road. But it will only be the finest. Okay. I'm serious. You're setting yourself up here for a lot uh, of OC. No, because issues. I have a lot. I have a lot of them already is the thing. Okay. I kept a lot of those boxes just from growing up. Well, let's move into our special segment at this time. Okay. Special segment. Is this the newlywed game? No, this is the PS3 talk. Oh, 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 okay. I call it special segment because I don't know what else to to call. I like that. Yeah. Well, it's just that something amazing happened in this. We we both got a PS3. It's amazing, and you actually inspired me because you got yours first. Well, basically, what happened is I was um, I was dating someone, and I kind of you know I spent a lot of time with her, but. I felt I felt an end approaching, and I just told myself, if we break up, I want to fill my time with something, and I'm going to buy a PS3 if we break up. And we did. And so I bought a PS3. And then we got back together. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Then hold we got on, back together on. for a while, huh? So, hold on a minute, because this is news to me. So you said to yourself, if we break up, we're, I'm going to buy a PS3. Right. Because I'm going to need to spend some time or whatever. Yeah. So let me ask you this question. Do you have a backlog? Of games? Yeah. Oh, heck yeah. So why did you not turn to your backlog instead of buy an entirely new system? 
No, actually, I, I misunderstood what you mean. No, I, I didn't really have much of a backlog because... Um, How did you misunderstand me? I thought you meant a backlog of PS3 games. Oh, okay. Sorry. That I've recently bought. Yeah, I've bought, I bought quite a number of PS3 games, and I've only played a few of them. Sorry, okay. So you don't yeah. have a backlog of other systems or anything like well, that? Well, I mean, there are some games, like, I, I still haven't played A Link Between Worlds all the way through, and... I just have been dealing with a lot of, you know, you know, you know, girlfriend issues that have uh, that have taken up a lot of my time. And so you needed retail therapy. That's exactly. Did okay. I did I tell you that term? No, I've I, I know of this term. Okay, because yeah. that's the term she always uses. Actually, mm. yeah, retail. Well, it's kind of a girl term. It is. It yeah. is. So you went out and you bought. Not just a PS3, but a very special PS3. I bought, well, you know, that was a little bit out about the time everyone was talking about the game of the year. And I think um, Happy Console Gamer had come out with his video touting the beauty of The Last of Us. Mm-hmm. And so I looked at the various bundles available. And, of course, I saw one with Uncharted 3 and things like that. But, you know, Last of Us was, was uh, this huge mega super hit that everyone swore by. And the console was going to cost the same amount, whether it was uh, Uncharted or Last of Us. But Uncharted, I could get for very little. So I went with the Last of Us bundle, and I'm not disappointed. Have you played it? I have. All the way through? No, no. I'm a few hours into it. Okay. I haven't played it yet. You know, I in the first 15 minutes, this is, I don't know if this is girly to say, but in the first 15 minutes, I was brought to tears. Wow. Yeah, and it was funny. My mom was actually over when I was playing, mm-hmm. and she, as she's watching it, she's like, "You know, this looks like something I would want to get into." Mm. I'm like, "What the heck? Wow!" She never even played a Nintendo, and I said, "I don't really, mom. I don't think that you would like to play it, <laughs> but I understand that you. I understand why she appreciated the story. Right? It's very good. And she was like riveted." <laughs> Maybe there, you know, there's probably a YouTube video that just has all the cut scenes together. Maybe she could watch it, that. It is a good story. I mean, like I said, only a couple hours in, but I'm really impressed. Hmm. You're gonna like it, man. Yeah, I'm. I'm just, you know, it's. I still haven't even popped it in, but um, I should say, you know, so you you got it, and you talked about buying the system, and it kind of got me thinking. Yeah, I remember you kind of saying, I wasn't sure if it was legit. You're like. You're like that sounds kind of interesting to me. Well, and and there's there's a few different reasons why I I went out and got it. It wasn't it didn't have anything to do with breaking up with my girlfriend or anything well, like that. I hope that. not. It, it, the, my decision was a little more practical. Um <laughs> So I I thought a couple of things and, and Hey, wait, wait a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why is that not practical? Well, it's just it doesn't really make a lot of sense. You, you know, I, I would if, go, if I'm being and, totally on you know, after work, I'd go straight over to her house and we would just hang out all day. Okay. Um, and then suddenly you, 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 you have no one. You just come home and you stare at a wall. I, I, I'm sorry. I retract that statement. It does make sense because it does make you feel good to buy games. Well, and buy like a new that, system. Though. It's exciting. Yeah, it's like, it was it's like a new relationship. It is, was like a new relationship. It, I, so I, I understand. I was I was being insensitive. But then we got back together, and so I didn't play it very much. Right. But you inspired me, and all you people that keep telling me to get Netflix inspired me. And I'm like, all right, you know what? Let me let me 
Let me actually sit down here and do a little bit of number crunching because you know I'm 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 inclined to do that. So I, I sat down <laughs> and I actually made a spreadsheet. I'm like, of okay. course. So this is yeah. I'm like, here's my upfront investment cost. Um, this is what it's going to cost to buy the PS3. Netflix is eight bucks a month. Because I was saying to myself, if I cut cable, which I never really watch anyway, you know, how much money could I actually save here? But I still wanted to have some TV. So like my buddy Cisco, who had the overnight hangout session with me, you know, he has this whole setup where he has like this HD antenna. And when I went to his house for the Super Bowl, like it was like crystal clear, right? So I ordered that same antenna off Amazon. I wanted to order the PS3 Last of Us bundle, but they were out of it by the time I went to order Ooh. it. So I ordered it off Newegg.com for the same price, right? Nice. It was like two fifty. Perfect. Yeah. And so I got all the stuff, and you know, I had to convince Mrs. Geek. I showed her my spreadsheet, and I, I told her, "Look, we can save like fifty bucks a month." That was my initial estimate. But then after actually like talking to Verizon and you know switching my service around blah 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 it ended up being 65 bucks a month that we're saving very cool yeah I explained to Mrs. Geek how we can recoup our cost within four or five months and then after that it's all you know we're in the black we're actually saving money and so finally she was just like whatever I don't care and so I made it happen and I did an unboxing video. I saw that you watched it and you made a few comments, so thank you very much. <laughs> and I had my kids help me out. Uh, and so that was fun and they love it. They love Netflix. They just dove right in. Man, it's great. Like, I don't miss cable at all. The only thing I miss is The Walking Dead. You know, I, I haven't seen the last couple episodes of the current season. So, uh, I'll just have to wait. They'll come out on Netflix eventually. I've bought just a huge amount of games from GameStop, mostly. Some I've got off eBay. So I, I probably have 50 games in my life. How many? Already. Pro probably 50. 50 PS3 games already? Oh, yeah. Yeah. How the heck? What is wrong with you? <laughs> don't, don't show that spreadsheet to Mrs. Geek. 50 games? Yeah. Yeah. You're you're that's sad actually. Why is that sad? Cuz you're not going to play any of them. Well, eventually I will. I don't think you'll play 50 of them. Well, geez, I have how many like I have over like 1500 games in my <laughs> entire collection. So what's another 50? I don't know. I I'm uh, I was very worried about that very thing. I remember when I first bought it, I was talking to Greg and he's like, "You really should just buy one game." And beat it before you buy anything else. No, no. no. And I said, you That's know, that's not I'm, how I'm, we operate. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna try, but yeah, I ended up doing the same thing as you. And I went to, um, I went to GameStop. Yeah. And I uh, was picking through all their stuff, and I went on eBay. I think I got all three Uncharted games for about thirty-five bucks shipped. Yeah. Which, yeah, that I thought that was pretty cool. They're mint, perfect. You know, all, everything's all great, complete. Yeah, okay. Um, not any of those weird red cases. Nope, don't like those. I don't like states. the red cases. I think I have 10 games. Tell, tell me some of the other ones that you have. Last of Us, the three Uncharted games, Tomb Raider. So those are all very similar. And then I, I ended up buying games that I had on, uh, on 360 at one point, like Fallout 3 and New Vegas. 
and Skyrim and um, Resistance 1. Mm. What is it? Uh, Shadow of the Colossus Eco Dual Pack. I just bought that today. 3D.Heroes. I heard about that. It's kind of like Zelda, right? Yeah. Yeah, I saw it was for like 11 bucks, but I didn't get it because I thought I probably need to beat Legend of Zelda 2 first. Oh, no, you don't. And all the other Zeldas. This this one is a lot more like just the original Zelda. Which I've already beat. Yeah, you could appreciate 3D.Heroes, but don't buy it because you're not... I'm not going to buy it. I mean, I I played Uncharted on my uh, PS Vita. Mm-hmm. That was the only time I'd played it, and I just said, man, I love this style. And I, of course, had Tomb Raider on 360. Do you have a 360 anymore? I do not have it anymore. You got rid of it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, this is something I haven't talked too much about. I think people kind of know, but look, when I I got divorced last year, and when I did, uh, I didn't know how much money I was going to need, and I ended up uh, unloading a ton of stuff. You know, I'm I'm just randomly looking at my games right now, and one of them that I picked up today is Top Gun Hardlock. Well, you were telling me some games you got recently. I thought you told me that one. Um, I just got this one today because, yeah, I, I told you about the games I bought on Thursday. But didn't that come with the movie also? You're thinking of Top Gun Wingman Edition. Oh, okay. Which is the downloadable Top Gun game, which is different than Top Gun Hard Lock. Now, Top Gun Hard Lock, the reason why I bring it up is because I'm looking at it right now, and it has a spelling error. Well, no, it's a more of a grammatical thing. They capitalize every word except the word lock. Weird. It's a lowercase l, and it really bothers me. But anyway, I gone out to GameStop and I bought uh well they're doing the buy two get one free thing. Is that this just weekend. this weekend? It started Thursday, it ends Sunday. Dang Easter, it. So I probably already missed everything. Easter Sunday. No, I mean you should go. I mean, nobody's buying these games right now. All, all they care about is Titanfall and Metal Gear Ground Zeroes, which I understand is a joke. You can beat it in five minutes. Did you know that? No. Yeah. That's what I heard. I heard somebody speed run the game in five minutes. Johnny beat it in like two or three hours and he did everything in the game. That's sad. It's like a total scam. This Metal Gear Solid 5 Ground Zeroes. It's like a full price game, like 60 bucks. And then people started getting it and playing it and beating it in like two hours. And everybody was like, what the heck? And then they dropped the price down to 30. They're like, oh, that was a mistake. Yeah, I guess. And by the way, all this, I'm just repeating what the guy at GameStop told me today. So it could be totally wrong. (laughs) But anyway, yeah, I bought like so many games. I bought the Uncharted games and they were all like under 10 bucks at GameStop. I bought all the God of Wars um, including the the digitally remastered one and two, and the ones that came out on the PSP. <sighs> what other exclusives? I got Little Big Planet one and two. Did you get Bayonetta? I got Bayonetta today. And uh, Ninja Gaiden Sigma. I have Sigma one, but I do not have Part two. Yeah, I saw some of your tweets about that, so I was kind of curious if you knew yeah. getting them. Uh, Resident Evil five <coughs> six, uh, Dead Island. Oh yeah. Dead what Island, about Borderlands? Tied. Not Borderlands. No. I'm not I'm not going to get into that. I'm not going to get into BioShock 
or what about Fallout or anything. Not getting into Fallout. No, why try- is that, man? I I swear those are some of my favorite games ever. I'm trying to restrict myself to the, you know, maybe more of the classic series. Fallout. I, well, it is, but I never played it back in Dude. the day. Oh man, I I wish you would try Fallout or I'm Skyrim. More, I'm more into yeah. I mean, no. What about I Mass Effect? Would you do that? Nope, not gonna do it. <sighs> not doing it. I loved that series. Um, I want to talk about Heavenly Sword. Oh, that's right. I got Heavy Rain and Nino Kuni. I got Heavy Rain. I'm trying to remember everything I got, but yeah. You know, I don't like RPGs, so I think You know what? I don't generally like them all that much, but that one, the animation looks so cool that even if I only play it for a little bit, it didn't cost me very much, and I just think it would be fun just to experience the the animation style for a little yeah, bit. It's a good game, no doubt. Studio no doubt Ghibli. But Heavenly Sword. That was a launch title, wasn't it? It was, and it was the first PS3 game that I ever played, and it was probably at a GameStop kiosk. And I just was like amazed at the HD graphics. And it was my very first experience with the seventh gen. And so that really stuck with me. And so I picked that game up and I played it all the way through. And I just loved wow. every second of it. Wow. And, uh, and later on, you'll hear <coughs> player one make fun of me and call it a God of War clone. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Which it is. How do you know what's going to happen in the future? Well, because it actually happened in the past. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Another thing I wanted to kind of mention is, uh, well, let me continue with the game. So I I played that one. That's the only proper PS3 game that I've actually played. I wanted to talk about the demos. So I went on to the the PlayStation Store, and I downloaded uh, the Lego Movie Demo, Scott Pilgrim, Double Dragon Neon, and Strider HD. Ooh. So the Lego Movie the kids loved, and it's the greatest thing ever because it was free, and they will just play it over uh-huh. and over you know, and I, over. Those <laughs> demo discs, I mean, I remember those with PS1, and uh, I did the same thing. Uh, they were fine. They were great. And the Xbox, on the original Xbox, I used to play all the demos all the time, too. So this is my first experience with, like, an online environment and blah, blah, blah. And and I do have a gamer tag, but I I haven't given it out to one person. Like, Alex Demoted asked me for my gamer tag, and I wouldn't give it to him, and he was all butthurt about it. But I was like, dude, I, I haven't given it to anybody because I don't want anybody bugging me. So no offense if you ask for my gamer tag, I'm not going to give it because I don't want anybody like sending me messages and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> and I have no interest in playing with any anybody. I just want to play by myself. Yeah, you always like playing with yourself. I Yes, I do. I'm very antisocial that way. I'd rather just play a single player campaign mode. That's how I am. Yeah. But anyway, um... Scott Pilgrim and Double Dragon, love those uh, couple beat-em-up games. I played them with Vintage Junior. We had a lot of fun. We beat both of those demos. The only thing that's frustrating is like in these n- these new beat-em-ups, I don't know if you know this, but if you get like all your energy is gone and you get knocked down, within like a certain amount of time, if, if your partner comes over and like taps some buttons, 
he can actually revive you and you don't lose a life. That's kind of like a, a general thing about a lot of modern games. You can just kind of walk away and regenerate. True. But this is different. Like, because it, it like if you and me were playing together and let's say that I died. Well, if within 10 seconds, if you can get over to where I am and like tap the like circle button or whatever, if you tap it a bunch of times, I'll actually come back to life and I don't lose a guy. So it's a pretty handy thing. But when you're playing with a three-year-old who doesn't understand to go and do that, what I had to keep doing was pause the game. Like if I, if I got knocked down or whatever, I would pause the game take his controller be his guy and go over and revive my character and then give it back to him but anyway those are two awesome games um i'm not gonna pay the full price because i think they want 10 bucks you know i'll pay five for like a downloadable game but i'm not gonna pay 10 bucks and then i played strider hd and the one thing i want to say about the demo was that well i don't know if anyone else noticed (laughs) but i was playing the demo and are you okay? Are you choked? Yeah, yeah. I just choked on my saliva. It's okay. Okay. It looked like there were like lines in the background of the game. Weird. And it really bothered me. And I'm like, why are these lines back here? You know, this is supposed to be a nice, clean HD game. And, and the lines just really bothered me. Well, uh, there's one more thing I wanted to say about my experience with the PS3, and and it's about GameStop. And, you know, I haven't really been to GameStop in a long, long time. You know, I started going back (laughs) when I got the Wii for Christmas. Thank you, Cartridge Brothers. But I really didn't notice this one thing in particular until I started getting the PS3 games. But they do this thing now. Where, you know, you take a game off the shelf and you know how it's just the case, right? Right. Because they have the game behind the counter. Well, they started doing this new thing. Well, it's new to me. Where you walk up to the to the counter and you've got all your cases and, you know, I'm very particular. I me mean, too. Yeah. You know, I only pick the cases that are like, you know, they don't have the sticker on the artwork. You know, they have to have the manual. You know, I always check and make sure the case is not broken. You know, I want it to be nice, right? I, I don't want it to be the greatest hits. So I'm very meticulous about which games that I pick out. And so I'll bring up my games to the counter. And then the first time I noticed this, they actually switched the frigging cases. How? Like, what do you mean by that? It's like the sleight of hand thing. And it's obviously a, something that corporate has told them to do. And I actually interrogated a few people about this. The first time I noticed is that it, it was with, I think it was with Uncharted. Like I bought one of the Uncharted games. I walked out of there and I got home and I opened up the game and the manual was gone. And I'm like, what the heck? I know I had I picked the one with the manual and I looked at the case and I flipped it over and like I could tell like there there wasn't a sticker it like or the sticker was in the same a different place or something was weird and I was like that SOB he must have switched the case there was no other explanation and so I actually went back to the store and I go hey I go did you switch the case and he's like uh yeah and I'm like 
well, I'm like, why? Why did you do that? And he's like, oh, well, you know, because we have all these extra copies and and uh, that's why we do that. And then we just put the one that you gave us back on the shelf because, you know, it has the most current price on it. I'm like, dude, I'm like, I go, you didn't give me the instruction book. And he's like, oh, no problem. And, you know, and then he gave me the instruction book. But I was like, a- after that, I would watch them. And I went to like 10 different game stops in my local area. And I would have to watch them and they would they would switch the cases. Man, that's bull crap. It is. I, I don't know. It, it just was ridiculous. And like it's it's clearly a it's clearly a corporate directive um, that they're basically saying like, yeah, you know, like, go ahead and like give them whatever crap case is there. And, you know, I, I, yeah, I had one guy try to give me the greatest hits and I'm like, excuse me. I go, I want the case that I brought to you. And so it's it got to the point where now what I do is I walk up to the thing and I give them the, you know, the games and I say, look, I want these cases. Okay. And they kind of will, some guys are cool about it and like they get it, you know, like they, they know how to deal with like collectors, right? They know how we are. Yeah. Other people are like total jerks about it. Like they'll give you like a dirty look. Right? That is freaking bull crap. It is. And like, you know, and I'll, I'll even say, I'll say, look, I want these cases. They have the manual. They're good cases. I don't want you to switch the case. I, and I always will say to them, like, hey, you know, they'll ring it up and then they'll want me to pay for it. And I'll be like, I'm sorry. I'm like, can I please see the games that I'm about to buy before I pay for them? Because I want to like check the disc and make sure there's no scratches. Yeah. You know, I want to double check, make sure they didn't switch the case with, you know, somehow I didn't see it. And, and, and then again, I get attitude for that. I get dirty looks for that. And it's just like, I hate you GameStop. They're getting really freaking. I mean, they've been annoying for a very long time, but this is a new low. It is a new low. And I, I couldn't believe it. I was in shock. So that's a vintage tip for you guys about the cases now. Now they're going to s- switch them on you and you might not get your manual. So every time now, every time I go in there, I always check the stuff before I pay. Like I won't, I won't pay. And I'm just waiting for the time I get that one guy. That gives me attitude. And I'm just going to be like, you know what? I'm out of here. And just walk away. It's just like with GameStop, I'm at a, I'm always on the razor edge. Oh, yeah. Like, because I always know they're going to pull some crap. I mean, it's bad enough knowing I have to go home and use a hairdryer to take the stickers off. Oh, yeah. And that's what I did before we started this podcast. I have a pile here. I just sat here. I ripped all the stickers off and then... And then I got out my goo gone and my rubbing alcohol. And I, that's what I did. I cleaned cases for like an hour. <laughs> that's the way we roll on the Retro Rejects podcast. Uh, we're going to do game time. Uh, and I'm just going to go ahead and patch that in, I guess. Yeah. Right? I mean, there's no sense in trying to pretend like we're doing this in the right order. So I'll just, right. let's just patch in. Uh, this is Chris and I playing the newlywed game with a very special guest. And yes, hello everyone. And welcome to the game time segment. And this time 
being that it's our one-year anniversary here on Retro Rejects, we wanted to do a very special game time. Now, Chris, you and I have done something that we call the Newlywed Game, and we have done that twice before. Indeed, with Retro Liberty and with, uh, who was the other one? Oh, uh, the Cartridge Brothers. Correct. And then... You know, we ha- I think we had said at some point that it would be fun if somebody, you know, turned the tables on us and, and did the newlywed game to us. We mentioned this in, a- in one of our podcasts. I'm not sure which one. I think it was the one with the Cartridge Brothers. Was it now? I, I do think so. Well, yeah. there was this nice young gentleman out there who- who's been a very strong supporter of the show. Uh, his name is Tank Griffin. And he, he has contributed to the show. He sent us a few audio questions. He always has very positive comments on, like, you know, YouTube and Twitter and whatnot. And so he actually made a comment on one of those trailer videos. And he said, hey, I would like to be the host of the newlywed game for you guys. And you and I saw that and we thought to ourselves, that is a great idea. We were talking the other night and we're like, you know, we should do that for our one year episode. We should actually do this. And we're like, who could we get? And we're like, Aaron, nah, Greg, no, no, no. No, No, those guys are losers. Could we we talk maybe chipsters, get a little (laughs) British accent, you know? And then we're like, no, 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 no. There's only one place to go. Yes. Tank Griffin. And so we're very happy. We want to introduce Tank Griffin. He is here with us now. Tank, welcome to the show. Hey, guys. I'm glad to be here. Well, thank you so much. Thank you for volunteering. Uh, thank you for your time. And, um, you know, for those that might not know you, tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, um, I actually started my YouTube channel back in uh, 2012, uh, January 2012. And I mostly do, like, uh, game reviews, even though they're not the best quality. I basically take my computer camera and point it towards my TV. Um, but I'm up to 41 subscribers, and um, I put out a video at least every week. You know, what are some of your favorite systems and, you know, what kind of games do you like to focus on? Well, I recently just acquired a PS2. I'll play some uh, Sega Genesis, Nintendo 64, and Dreamcast. Those are my favorite systems. Mm-hmm. And what was, what was like, your first system that you remember getting when you were younger? Nintendo 64. Um, okay. I was born around in the mid-90s, so growing up, I would, play Gold, I would play GoldenEye and Mario Kart. I hate yeah. Mario Kart. Oh, I know. Well, I hate beat, you. So. I know my girlfriend can beat me in Mario Kart. It's, it's sad, really. <laughs> I really stink at it. Yeah, your girlfriend will beat Vintage, too. Yeah, I'm terrible. Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. For sure. I'll admit it. Um, well, excellent. And so, and so, Tank, you have a, a YouTube channel, and what is that mm-hmm. called? Tank Griffin. Excellent. Now, before you begin... Um, Chris, would you like to explain how the game works for any of our first-time listeners? Okay, the way it's going to work this time is that Vintage and I will take turns being actually off the air. And so while Vintage is gone, Tank is going to ask me five questions. And Tank, you're going to record your an- the answers, right? Right. Okay, so you'll record the answers that I give, and then I'll go away and Vintage will come back, and you'll ask Vintage the same questions while I'm gone. Then... We'll bring us both back, and we'll we'll kind of uh, we'll reveal the answers that we gave. Um, uh, we'll ask the other person what they would really. This is really complicated. We always <laughs> screw this up. That's why you always ask me to explain it. I, yeah, I think absolutely. I'm doing a better job. 
a better job than you do, though. You'd be like, because you ask the qu question and the question to the, the answer the person. That's yeah. part of the fun of the game is that we always get confused about how the game works. Well, look, I think the best way to do this is just one step at a time. <laughs> <laughs> just as long as, Tank, as long as you're recording our answers. Yes. Um, we, we should be good. And, and the idea is really to find out, like... Who knows each other best? Right? Yeah, so we'll each yeah. be asked the same five questions, and we're going to find out if I know Vintage more or Vintage knows me more. But we also have the combined score, which right now I believe the record is still, what, three and a half? Three and a half by Retro Liberty. By Retro Liberty, and I think uh, the Cartridge Brothers got three, right? Correct. I just pray that we know a little bit more about each other than they do. I'm shooting for zero points. Are you? No. Oh, it's like golf. <laughs> Um, what was I going to say? Oh, I, Tank, I wanted to ask you, do you have any predictions about who, who's going to win this thing? You know, I was thinking about that all week. And, um, you better I answer think, correctly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, honestly, I think it's, I think it's uh, going to be a tie because from listening to every episode, I think that maybe you guys, it'll be a tie between two. I'm sorry, that is that is wrong. No, that, that is a perfect answer. That is a total cop-out. No, nope, it's a very good answer. The, the correct answer I, is Vintage is going to win this uh, because I'm just, I'm I'm on my game. I'm telling actually, you. Actually, yeah. I'm going to win because you talk so freaking much. <laughs> I know more about you. You got a big mouth. Okay, all right. So with that, I'm going to take my leave. You will text me. I'm, I I need to stay on just because I'm recording the call. Uh, but I'm going to go Scout's Honor in the other room. Actually, I'm going to go and talk to Mrs. Geek for a while. Okay. And then you are going to text me when it's safe to come back. All right. All right, Tank. Uh, go, you know, go easy on us, buddy. I will. Okay. Hey. <laughs> All right. I'll see you guys later. Vintage, yeah. go away. Okay. I think I think he's gone. Vintage, are you there still? Vintage, you smell bad. <laughs> Your real name is Bob Peterson. It's mm. not really. I'm just messing around. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. So he's really gone. Okay. Tank. Yeah. Let's let's have it. All right. Question one. Um, this game came out in 1988. Uh, it's part of a popular third uh, in the NES. Um, but this game was listed as the worst game in the franchise. What is the name of that game? Wait. 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 Hold on. You're supposed to be asking me some questions though about about his opinions and what he like what his favorite game would be or something along those lines all right it, it, <laughs> okay um okay question one what is vintage's least favorite game his least favorite game oh my gosh there's a lot of crap out there yeah holy moly i have really no freaking idea yeah the most is easy but his least favorite game this is impossible <laughs> but I, I think he'll get mine, I, actually. But his least favorite game, I'm going to say that he'll he'll try to pull a fast one on me and he'll say Super Metroid. All right. Question two. If Vintage collected for nothing but handheld systems, what handheld system would he, play, would he collect for the most? Uh, game Boy Advance. No, wait, wait. I, I think I would say Game Boy. If a tornado was heading towards uh, Vintage's house, what system would he save from the uh, tornado? The Sega Masters. No, I'm just kidding. I just wanted to say it like him. <laughs> I think he would save. Well, his favorite system is the NES. But would that be the one he saves? Right. Hmm. Ah, 
That's tough. Dang it, man. This is harder on this end than, uh, you know, asking the questions. Right. Um, I, I will say, I will say, uh, a Sega Genesis model two. No, okay. no, no. Sega Genesis. Do I have to specify the model? No, no, no. No, it doesn't matter. As long as you got Sega Genesis, I think you're okay. Say, say no. Dang it. Any, no. NES. <laughs> All right. NES. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool. Um, okay. Question four. What is one thing that annoys you about vintage? <laughs> what annoys me about vintage? Um, in, well, he's not going to say this right, though. He, he wouldn't say this. I'll just say it here, though. When he edits the podcast, he edits out a lot of what I say, and he always puts, like, applause for what he says, and he'll put, like, boos and stuff for things that I say. So I always give him a hard time about that behind, off the uh, air. So but, what, but, what, but that's, of, what do you say? But that's not, that's not what he's going to say. What, what annoys me about him, uh, I'll say he thinks he's right about everything. all right if vintage was a character on star trek and he developed a relationship with a character who would that character be with a female character either or oh i think it would you mean like a romantic relationship yeah um i would have to go with uh seven of nine from voyager okay that is a great question tank thank you so did you get all my answers I got them all. I have them recorded. Okay. Yep, have- well, then I will send a text to Vintage and get him back on here. All right. Those were good questions, though. Thank you. Uh, that last one, especially, I think that's going to be interesting. It's- yeah. <laughs> It'll be funny. I said a few things in recent episodes that might make him think otherwise, but. Right. <sighs> there he is, belching his way back. Yep. Hello. Hi. I was texted. Yes, I told you to come back. Yes. How'd it right. go? It went well. There there were good questions. I'm very curious to hear how this is going to unfold. I have to admit, <laughs> I'm a little nervous. Y- you should be, actually. <laughs> you should be nervous because, man, afterward, I'm like freaking, uh-oh. Okay, okay. All right. Uh, this should be good. Um, all right. So all right, I will go away as well. I'm going to hang up on you. Oh, you're going to actually hang up? Okay. Yeah, I am. Okay, fine. And then, I, and then I will call you back. All right. Bye. Bye. Okay, right. Tink, it's just you and me now. And before I do this, I just want to say you won't believe all the crap he said about you. No, I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I'm not surprised. <laughs> all right. So you ready to get this started? Let's do it. Uh, question one. What is Chris's least favorite game? Uh, okay, interesting. His least favorite game ever, like, ev- of every game ever made? Yeah, like the one he talks about all the time, he talks so much trash on. <laughs> Ooh, okay, um... Oh, I know, Glover. Okay. Yes. You know, I played Glover, I didn't think it was that bad. It actually isn't, it's, it's actually pretty average. Yeah. It's, like, not great, but it's not bad. Right. Alright, question two. If Chris collected for nothing but handheld systems, which handheld system would he collect for the most? Um, original Game Boy. Okay. Uh, question three. If a tornado was heading towards his house, what game system would he be sure to save? Super Nintendo. Okay. This is too easy, Tank. 
Um, okay, these last two, they'll be funny. Uh, question four, what is one thing that annoys you about Chris? Oh, okay, this is a good question. Um, hmm, because there's not just one thing. You know, there's, there's a lot of things. <laughs> one thing that annoys me about Chris... I'm going to have to say how he he always talks over me during the podcast. And the final question. If Chris was a character on Star Trek, if he developed a relationship, a uh, romantic relationship with a character, guy or girl, who would it be? <laughs> guy or girl. Okay. Yeah. Well, he, he's said, <laughs> he said before that he he was in love with Dax. So I'm going to go with, with uh, Jadzia Dax. All right, we'll go with that, and that's pretty much it. Okay, so interesting. So yeah, you you, you kind of did this a little bit differently. You mixed up the questions. I like that. This mm-hmm. this should be good. Um. All right, so let me get Chris back here. Hello. 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 Hi, I'm back. Welcome back. Are you still nervous? I think I did pretty good. Uh oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so I think at this point, um, I'm just going to hand it over to Tink. All right, um, okay, question one. I said, what was uh, Chris or Vintage's you know, least favorite game? And Vintage, what did you say? Or, or Chris, sorry. Chris, I'm sorry. Uh, I meant, uh, Chris, what did you think Vintage said? What do I wait, think? Wait, wait, time out, time out. This is what I'm saying. He's going to ask Tink asked me. What wait, now he, he, he must... Stop talking over me. No. <laughs> He asked me, what did I think your least favorite game was? Exactly. So I, now, I, I guessed what I thought it would be. Okay, so you want to do it where I now give my answers? Correct. That's the only way we can do it. Well, that is what we do, but we, I did it like a, you know, it's a poetic term called a chiasmus. Mm. You asked me, then you asked Vintage, then we would get the answers from Vintage, and then the answers from me. But whatever, it doesn't matter. So, so I know what I guessed about. Your least I will say games. I will say my response. Yeah, yeah. And then we'll see if it was accurate with what you said. I would say. I am going to say that my least favorite game is Xenophobe. Ooh, it was. He said Glover. Oh my gosh! Dang it! Crap! Dag nabbit! <laughs> Are you are you genuinely mad? Not at all. Okay. Well, all you right. should be because that would have been an easy point for us. Yeah, I say Glover about... all the freaking time, but I don't actually hate it. Come on. Listen, Chris, there's a lot of games in the universe, and I was there trying are. to give us a chance yeah. here. You're right. There are. I am. <laughs> okay. Okay. All, all right. right so, so now I need to say what my least. No. No. We do one person at a time. <laughs> yeah. Ask. Ask the next question. No, Tank is in charge. I'm talking to Tank. We'll I'm do sorry, it the way Tank. that Tank wants to do it. What do you want to do, Tank? I think we'll see what Vintage said. What <laughs> you think. Okay, Vintage. Okay, so my least favorite game in the whole universe. Um... <laughs> Ooh, I'm going to have to say... Ooh. Yeah, I'm going to have to say Xenophobe. <laughs> you are completely wrong. He said Super Metroid. 
No, come on. You always hate me for liking it. You always make fun of me. Oh, stop. That is a terrible guess. Who hates Super Metroid? Yeah. Nobody, there's nobody on this planet that hates Super Metroid. Well, have you played it? And you know I hate Xenophobe because I I made that comment about making it a um, okay a throwaway yeah. cart or whatever. Yeah, for a donor cart. A donor a... cart, that's right. Yeah, but you wouldn't have said Xenophobe if I hadn't just said it. Probably not. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I said you would probably say Super Metroid just to be annoying to me. I thought about it, actually. Did you? I did think about it. Okay, well, does that count for a part of a point, like a fraction? No, of it doesn't. We got Dude, zero. About it. Zero on that round. Dang it. Okay, round yeah. two. All right, round two. If you guys collected for nothing but handheld systems, which handheld system would you collect for the most? Vintage? What do you think Chris said? What uh, would you collect, Vintage? Yeah. Oh, what would I collect for? Yeah. Which system? Which handheld system? Yeah, um, Game Boy Advance. <laughs> he said original Game Boy. No, I started, if you listen back, I said Game Boy, Ad but then I started thinking about what you actually have. Well, I have a lot of Game Boy Advance. <sighs> All right, now, so you answer the question. I would say Game Boy. Yep. One point for vintage. Yay! Well, at least we're not going to get zero. We got a lot of game left to go. Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay, right, question round three. three. Round yep. three. If a tornado was hitting was heading towards uh, your guys' house, what game system would you save from the Twister? Chris? I would save my Super Nintendo. He's right again. Yeah! All right, you're never going to get this. <laughs> Dang right. it. Uh, you, I, I would save my Sega CDX. Ooh, he said NES. Oh, come on, Chris. Well, it's your favorite the system. Yeah, but the CDX is expensive, and you know I'm very cheap. And Well, I to be fair, I did say also the Sega Master System, and I also said Sega Genesis, and I pulled back, and I said, ah, it's really, I equivocated a lot. You weren't thinking, yeah. Chris. You weren't thinking. Dude, I don't know you. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know that the Sega CDX is my most expensive system. Well, the one thing that, that um, Mr. Griffin did not know also is that if we don't get at least five, then we are not going to continue the podcast. <laughs> Good. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of tired of this. I'm ready to start a new podcast with somebody you're else. <laughs> you're you're freaking rude. <laughs> Maybe Tink. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how this goes. All right. <laughs> All right. Round four. What is one thing that annoys you about one another? Um, I'll let uh, I'll let Vintage start this one. I'm gonna guess that um, it's the fact that I'm always right about everything. Yes, yes, he's right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're a know-it-all. You think you're right about everything. What is exactly true. what I said? It's true. That's exactly what I said. That I is am awesome. right about everything. See, I was right about that. <laughs> <laughs> right there. All right. So. <clears throat> So Chris, Chris actually got a point. So we look, we've yeah. tied uh, Cartridge Brothers now. Yeah. So yes, you have two, and I have one, and I have a chance on this one. What I, what do I do that annoys you? Yes. Oh no, I don't annoy you ever. Now you need to think about this. <laughs> no, I yes. can't. I can't. I can't say anything. I don't want to be accused of giving you a hint. So, what do I do that annoys you? I am the most peaceful, loving, kind gentleman in the universe, and 
what do you always want me to stop doing? Well, I know that I was annoying you, uh, interrupting maybe. No, that we I talk over people on the show. Yes. Um, is that it? Yes. yes. <laughs> Specifically me. <laughs> so wait, 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 wait. So what does that mean? You have three. Yeah, I have three yeah. points. Dang, we already won, man. You have one. That's it. Yeah. The games. No, we have to go. We have to. Now we're going for. Now yeah, we're playing for pride kill. here. We're, we're going for the kill. Going for the yeah. kill because we've Riff. already. Or we've already won. Yeah. Yeah, this one. <laughs> I think we're gonna totally win this one. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Or if you guys were characters on Star Trek and you developed a romantic relationship with a character, guy or girl, who would that person be? <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, Chris, go ahead and start us off. Uh, there is no doubt in the world I, that I would hook up with Seven of Nine. What? <laughs> Wait. Oh, he said he said Dax, dude. I, you know what? I knew you would say that because I talked about that on the last episode. I even said it. I even said it when he was interviewing me. I'm like, I bet he's going to say that just because of that. Dang it. Freaking bullcrap. <laughs> Okay, well, Bull. my answer's the same. Seven of nine. And, and you're right. Yeah! So I, made, I got that one. So we got five. Right. The podcast can go on. Yeah! You're right. Exactly. You got five three. out of five, man. There you go. You got three. I got two. And I win. That's important. Oh, gosh. <laughs> no, you win because you're, you're... Honestly, I just have to say, you are stupid enough to think that I would choose Dax over seven. Come on. How dare you? Know, thing. I was thinking he was going to say Captain Worf. I'm <laughs> all the time. Wow, Tank. Get <laughs> off my podcast. That was awesome. Oh, no, that was man. great. So, Tank, what do I win? Well, definitely more podcast episodes. Okay. All right. Well, I don't know. That's I don't know if that's a, a reward hey. or a punishment. Yeah, because I have to deal with Mister Know It All here. <laughs> Get a word in edgewise. I got to interrupt him all the time. I know. Well, thank you very much, Tank. This has been a lot of fun. Thank you. I really enjoyed this. This was funny. You did a great job, sir. And uh, and and honestly, thank you for all the support. Really, it means a lot to us. It's great to always hear your feedback, and it's great to you know have you um, submitting the audio questions. So thank you once again. Thank you guys for the podcast. You are quite welcome. All right, and now we're back live again. Uh, it's actually now uh, Easter over here on the right coast. Happy uh, Easter. So happy Easter, Chris. I'll be waking up and enjoying some egg hunting and some Easter servicing uh, later on today. <laughs> but uh, happy Easter. And um, we have another segment. We have one more segment that we're going to cut to here in which we just kind of randomly were talking on Skype. We noticed that a couple of the past guests were actually online at the time. And so uh, we went ahead and buzzed them and brought them into the show. And so our first person that we called was Greg from Arcade Impossible. So let's patch him in right now. He's probably on Twitch. Oh, doing what? Streaming a game. Why? Nobody watches him. Yeah, seriously. We, he and I were talking. <laughs> um, yeah, he was. Hello. 
Hello. Hey, hey, hey. Welcome. Hello. How are you? Are you are you on Twitch? I am on Twitch. Oh, <laughs> nice. Well, welcome to episode 13 of the Retro Rejects podcast. And uh, we just thought we'd bring on a very special guest for the intro of our of our show. Yeah, but we're actually not recording today. Remember, we're recording record? on Saturday. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but hey, Greg, welcome to the one year anniversary of Retro Rejects. Happy anniversary, guys. Thank you. You feel like you've Thank come you. a long way. Yeah, we're head. newlyweds. We're newlyweds and this is our one year. I'm kind of scared for when the newness wears off for you guys. Like you're gonna, you're gonna fight. Uh, we played the newlywed game, and we we kind of argued a little bit at the beginning. Oh, so it's already starting. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, and just for the record, I won. Yeah, dude. Like I'm just gonna tell you what we scored five of ten. Right, but I got three, and he and got I got two. two. Yeah, whatever. So you know what I was just thinking, like we should just go and just call like our past guests and like bring them back on the show for like a few seconds and be like, like this, right? And are and you so, recording? Yeah, I'm recording. Oh. oh, you are recording. I was curious about that. Yeah, I always <laughs> record everything. I have like you, you don't know, but I have this other room and it has all these little tapes. And it's like they're all numbered and with dates and names of like every conversation that we've ever had. That's not creepy. I like that. And I feel like it's going to come in handy at some point. What are you playing yeah. right now on Twitch? I'm playing Kingdom Hearts. Oh. Is anybody watching? Uh, yeah, there's a couple people watching. Like two? Yeah, like two. Who, who are these people? I don't know. <laughs> they're not are they commenting are they like interacting with yeah me? i mean i'm pretty chill because I'm, I'm not feeling like great so i'm just okay. chilling out playing a game um so uh, what do you think about you know retro rejects being on the air for for a year i like it <laughs> you're one of the you're one of the eight podcasts i listen to <laughs> So um, that is, that is a great quote. Can we can we put that somewhere? What you're one of the eight podcasts I listen to? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Retro rejects. One of the eight podcasts I listen to. Can you say it like just clean like that? Oh, okay, okay. Uh, retro rejects. One of the eight podcasts I listen to. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That sucks, jerk. <laughs> Why? Because there should be no one else. I feel like you're you're cheating. Like you're having oh, extra, well, extra you're, marital. Affairs. You're married and you have a one year anniversary now with Mr. Vintage. <laughs> you yeah, don't need not... to worry about me anymore. But you're supposed to be. What fake. we had was great. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You can't be getting jealous. You're gonna piss Vintage off. Actually, I'm, about that. I'm really not. Like, we have an open relationship. Well, that's good. Give yeah. her, I mean, give him some space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I mean, Ariel's following you around on this Twitch stream, dude. Oh, you're watching me? It's kind of hot. Weird. Why are you, why is Sora like a mermaid? Uh, He's a merman right oh, now. Man. Scaly and man fish. What, what, what the heck's happened to Goofy? Dude, he's a little tortoise. It's pretty I awesome. know, it's freaking weird. I need to pull cute. you this game. <laughs> sitting here on the shelf yeah maybe you should you're playing on ps3 right like the yeah yeah you guys are all about the ps3 you need to pick up kingdom hearts 
1.5 HD. What? Oh, is this the original one updated? Yes. It looks oh. freaking awesome right here. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I, I have to play it on the PS2. Dude, this is so clean looking though. It's like it is. It is very like crisp. The blurriness and that's part of the character of, of the PS2. Well, you, can, <laughs> you can do what my uh, my brother did when I let him borrow this vintage. Is he played it on an old CRT TV. So the Use HD it. edition on a standard def TV. <laughs> and still got that blurriness. What, what's your brother's name? Dave. Classic Dave. Yeah, classic Dave. <laughs> <laughs> so, Chris... Like, how long should we actually have Greg on? Like, how long before this kind of gets awkward? You know, because this is really, this is really about us. You know, (laughs) this is is our special. Yeah, Yeah, I know. Greg, I don't feel like you made us feel special. I mean, you just basically said we're only one of eight. It's not my job, Chris. What we had was great, but it's done. Can't we, can't we be like number seven of nine or something? (laughs) Oh, okay, yeah. of the eight you listen to, give us uh, a number ranking of the eight. Oh, you don't have you to tell us. To do this? I, are you we better, doing this? And you better answer right. Yeah, are we, are we doing this? Answer right or honestly? Exactly. <laughs> there is no difference. <laughs> you guys heard this almost viral crap? Well, that's almost. <laughs> okay. You oh, oh, I have can't heard include that your, show. You can't include your podcast. Have you listened to it, Vintage? I listened to like the first episode mm. and then I forgot about it. Brat. So I, I need to I go back. I need to go that? back and subscribe <laughs> to that. Can you get me that clip so I can use that on our podcast? I listened to the first episode and then I forgot about it. <laughs> yeah, what a jerk. <laughs> I'm just being That's honest. Awesome. Hey, why why do yeah, I say yeah. that our podcast is getting lower and lower on your list? <laughs> Okay, all right. I'm I'm going into iTunes right now, and I'm making sure that I subscribe. And yeah, they I, just had episode three come out. Yeah, yeah. And I need to listen to the other two. They're like a half an hour, man. We we keep them less than forty five minutes. Yeah, they We're don't have to drift on and out. on forever. That's perfect Ever. because I'm very busy. Um, yes. What is it called? Wired. Almost, almost viral. Oh, almost viral. viral. Man, <sighs> he was almost paying attention. Yeah. No, anyway, uh, so you really want me to rate you guys out of the eight or nine I listened to? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. I really like Operation Kill Screen, but they don't release episodes anymore. So they're ahead of us. <laughs> <laughs> so that's your number one pick. They're they're slightly in front of you guys, <laughs> but if they if they don't release an episode in the next two months, you guys are number one. Wow, thanks, man. That's great. That is great. Okay. Um, thanks a I'm, lot. I'm still looking for your show here. Hi. <laughs> Hi, I'm Robot Ron. I am Robot Ron. Who's Robot Ron? Robotron. Oh! You're going to meet Robot Ron in the next episode. Robot Ron is a character on Arcade Impossible now. Hey, by the way, um, I have a 5200 uh, yes. Gregory. And I understand that there is a Robotron that came out for the 5200 that I'm going to have to acquire. I haven't played it on the 5200. I really like the 7800 version, though. Yeah. I like the box art for it. Because you can actually play two joysticks. Now, what is this, Greg, explicit? You have an explicit podcast? Yeah. 
use coarse language. I try not to. Oh man, like I don't know if I can deal with this. There's dirty. There's dirty images. <laughs> yeah. right, they, paint, they, they paint dirty images with. Dirt. All right. Well, let, let's plug uh, episode three of Almost Viral. Uh, it <laughs> came out on April fifteenth, Tax Day. It just came out. Yeah, you know what? And I like your podcast. I mean, it's second behind Viral. It's well, almost, almost oh viral. You Gosh, you're saying there's a podcast it. called <laughs> Viral and then almost viral. Well, I know in the editing there's gonna be some crickets right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so here we go. Um it's thirty-eight minutes in episode three. We do something a little different and laugh along with a video instead of laughing at it. We also review episodes, obsessions, and what does that mean? Episodes obsessions. I don't know. <laughs> and discuss some new ones, including a quick obsession with a death metal J-pop fusion band that's come and gone for one our hosts. Who who writes this? I, my friend uh, Matt. Matt, you need to work on this. It's there's some grammatical errors. He doesn't here. use his words very good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I I'm subs- I am now a proud subscriber. Hey, thank you. And I'm downloading all of them, and I'm going to have an almost viral marathon. Yeah, that's going to take you an hour and twenty minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and I recommend that everybody should do the same. Um, uh, but back to you guys. I mean, that's freaking awesome. Did you ever think you're going to get a year? Hipsters um, is a good uh, segue into that's the end of this episode. <laughs> to Almost Viral, what, what's going the podcast on? that brings you news, videos, games, and ideas. What, who's That's... Hi- is someone hijacking our podcast? No, I just played uh, the intro from Greg and Matt's Almost Viral. It's poopy tomato and poop pickle. <laughs> your your logo looks like poop pickle. We're little uh, viruses. Oh, oh they're viruses. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I think I. Th- <laughs> I, I was just going to say, did you guys think you were going to make it a year? I mean, congratulations. So. <laughs> I, 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 you know what? I never know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know what each day will bring. I guys feel like you still have the same chemistry as when you started. <sighs> I think, yes, maybe it's a little more intimate. Chris, oh, it's more intimate. Intimate. More intimate. Uh, well, okay. I mean, it, it was great at the beginning. I felt like we were, you know, doing stuff every night. But <laughs> as as it's gone by, I mean, it's just fewer and far farther between that we actually spend that quality time together. Mm. Um, yeah, some, sometimes I have lonely nights. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, vintage work a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he does work a lot. It's true. How is that? How does that affect you? <laughs> okay, wait. You're not hijacking our show. <laughs> this is Dr. Greg. Right. I see that the Cartridge Brothers are online as well. Maybe we should call them. Okay. So, let's... so are we saying goodbye to Greg? Yes, I think we should. Okay, Greg. I'll I'll <laughs> chat with you in a little bit. Maybe maybe are you gonna edit still? Uh, yes, I should. I oh, should not little... play games. I should edit. <laughs> <laughs> You keep oh. playing your game. You got two people that are watching. Yeah, things I mean, are going pretty good oh, right now. Four now. I'm you. about to leave. 
Well, Greg, thank you for coming back on the show. And, you know, you're, you're one of our favorite guests. Guests. Uh, he's, he's like one of my bestestest friends. You're, yeah, you're that too. And in, in mine too. I like you, Greg. Yeah, hey, I like you too. Thank you. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> I like you. Do you like me? <laughs> I like you. Yes or no. Check, check yes or no. <laughs> okay. All right. Good night, Greg. All right. Good night, guys. Congrats night, and bye. Night, Thank you. Night, Greggy Poo. <laughs> bye bye. Okay. Greg is out. Now we call the Cartridge Brothers. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> Who knew we would be doing this? This is hilarious. Are we doing this? We are doing this. We're recording a special segment we didn't even know we were going to record. I mean, it says they're online. Maybe I should say I'm online. <laughs> hello. There he is. Hello, <laughs> hello, player one. Hey, man, what's going on? Did, where, you, just, where... did you just wake up from a nap? Uh, no, I was laying in bed watching uh, Vikings, I think it's called. Vikings. That's weird. Yeah, it's supposed is, to be hey, good. Where's like your bro? A... Yeah, he's, it uh, says he's busy. Brad? I'm going to text him. Yeah, we we need to we need to talk. We're you know we're uh, we're we didn't know this was even going to happen, but we're kind of talking to some of our previous guests since we're doing our one year anniversary. Okay. Yes, we're recording uh, the show right now. You're on the show again. <laughs> Are you wearing your Costco um, undies? Um. Well, I was in bed, so I'm wearing what I usually wear to bed. I don't want to know. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> Do you sleep in the nude? Yeah, maybe. What, what is that from? That's from a movie. I'm unfamiliar with it. You, you guys, uh, I thought you were doing uh, the trivia show tonight. I'm goofy. Yeah, I'm goofy. we did. Oh, how'd you do? Five. We beat you. you really? Yeah. yeah. He got three and I got two. Um, but you know, the question we did really well at is is how much we, an- what annoys us about the other person. We both nailed that. <laughs> There's actually a movie called Do You Sleep in the Nude. came out in 2007, a documentary. You know, Marilyn Monroe slept in the nude. Ew, Angela Lansbury is in this movie? Oh, Bill oh. Paxton? What? Angela Lansbury <laughs> slept in the nude? This has to be nice Is this real? Bill Paxton and Angela Lansbury, yeah. It's like Driving Miss Daisy, only it's about sleeping in the nude. I know, <laughs> this, is, I know this is from a movie. It's kind of like The Notebook. Do you sleep in the new hey, buddy. quote? Are you asleep? Obviously not. <laughs> uh, Vintage and Chris are on Skype. They wanted to talk to us. They recorded in episode 13. Oh, I got it. It's from Loaded Weapon 1. Um, You know who says it is... Um... All right, man. Cool. Bye. Yeah, he's in bed. Oh, no worries. Bed. What a wuss. <laughs> I think it's I just woke up mid- his fiance. It's only midnight over there. Is it midnight? Yeah, it is. It's midnight on a weekday, and he's in bed. Is it midnight? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, yeah, you're, you're twelve. Oh, you're four hours ahead. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, Dang. Yeah, yeah. Well, we. Yeah. I mean, we're not surprised. I mean, P one is you know is the better brother, and that's why he answered the call. Yeah, he's he naked watching brother. Vikings. That's right. You can't, you can't get much cooler than that. Honestly, P1, isn't Vikings like just, isn't that just a bad ripoff of Game of Thrones? Um, 
I actually don't like the show Game of Thrones because I read the books and I don't like when things uh, ruin something amazing. I've never seen either. I just thought I'd throw that out there. If uh, if anything, I would say it's more like a ripoff of Spartacus based on the 11 and a half minutes I've watched. Okay. <laughs> well, yeah. let's talk about that. Uh, let's talk about us. Um so it's our one year anniversary. Okay. What do you think about that? I mean, what do you what do you think about our podcast? Well, it was the podcast of the year for 2013. That's true. <laughs> that is true. That is true. I love your podcast. Uh it, like I listen to a few podcasts and my favorite ones are the ones that are able to mix the gaming talk with topics that are not always gaming related and you guys do that really well cuz you talk about movies, you talk about TV shows. And uh, your Star Trek segment is one of my favorite segments of any podcast ever. Look so uh, your show, it's fantastic. And I'm really glad you guys are still friends after a year because <laughs> I'm starting to, starting to worry that people wouldn't continue talking to you for that long, Vintage. <laughs> it has been tough. Well, you know, <laughs> I, 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 I agree. Um, it's amazing. It really is. It's a testament to this man's patience that, that he, he has withstood a year of my antics. Well, the reality is, like, a lot of times when you're talking, I just do other things. Right. Sometimes you'll notice on the show, I just get up and walk away, and you didn't even know I left. Well, that's true, because sometimes I'll be talking to him about a movie, and then I'll ask him if he ever saw it, and he'll be like, Oh, what? And I'll be like... Uh, the name of the movie that I just was talking about. <laughs> yeah, I know that that's happened. I can't remember right off the top it, of my head. Yeah, it absolutely has happened. Yeah. <laughs> that's funny. Um, no, your show, your show is fantastic, and uh, we—I know my brother and I both. Every month, we look forward to uh, to it coming out. And on those months when we get the mailbag mania questions mixed in, it's also a nice treat. Yes. Except people don't seem to listen to that. Well, yeah, and I wanted to... I actually have a note here. Um, shame the listeners for not listening to Mailbag Mania number three. Because we've seen that... We see the numbers, and we notice that people are not listening to the Mailbag Manias. And I think they're some of the best episodes. Because yeah, we have listener and interaction. I mean... I tell very funny stories. Yeah. Uh (laughs) So if you have not listened to the Mailbag Mania, why? You must listen. It's excellent. And Chris is on too. (laughs) If you got to pick an episode not to listen to, don't listen to the ones with us on it. Right. I love that episode. (laughs) I love that episode because I like the way your brother says fart. Uh, How does he say it? I don't know. He has that certain, you know, uh, Halifax kind of. He f- how do you, how do you say fart? Farted? For- farted? Farted? I say fart. 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 Yeah, that's it. Yeah, he used to come down and fart on me. Fart. <laughs> he says he farted. Uh, hey, P one. Whatever happened with that whole thing about the the guy and the the thing that you were doing at work? You know, I told you you should go take a dump and just leave. Oh, I uh, we sat there for another 15 minutes or so, and he realized that he didn't know what he was doing and what was happening. And then uh, 
we packed everything up and we left anyway. And so in total, an hour, you, an you hour were... and 15 minutes later than we could have, but right. <laughs> how upset can you be when you're, when you're leaving work two hours early as opposed to three hours early? Okay. Well, you can still be pretty upset about it, but yeah, I was. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was funny that you were sitting there like tweeting about this guy. Like you had to have been standing right behind them. I was sitting right next to him. Yeah. <laughs> About how he was keeping you from going home early. Yeah. Yeah. I was sitting right next to him. And as I was tweeting, I was telling him, I was like, you know what? We were out the door, man. This is your fault. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I really enjoy when I can get time off. We don't get a lot of it. And uh, right. I like to take advantage of it when we can. Well, hey, Chris, do you want to go ahead and mention that you were on the Cartridge Club? Yeah, I started to say that actually yesterday I I recorded, what is that, episode eight with uh, with the Cartridge Brothers as well as Jay Dubious and um, Kevin from Buried, or Kevin Buried on Mars. BM, good old bowel movement. You had BM on again? Yeah. Yep, yep. I mean, what what is this, like his fifth time being on the show? It's actually his third he was on episode two episode four and episode eight so you can see him again on episode 16 yeah that yeah. was the show you thought you, had a, you thought you were ocd <laughs> no we love bm and I'm, I'm excited to listen to this one yes it was fun i have not played super metroid because you hate that game <laughs> yeah that was part of our too bad there wasn't like a like a game of the month club that could get you to play it well, yeah, you know, I kind of already did that once. That's all you need to do, right? <laughs> once. <laughs> you know, I, I, I played, I, I've been occupied. I played through Heavenly Sword. How was oh, that? I loved it. I thought it was great. Because it it's, it's just a God of War clone, right? Uh, I don't think that's a, I don't think that's fair to say. I, I know that gets thrown around a lot, but, you know, it's a girl, you know? You play as a girl. That's not like okay. God of War. Do you have two swords? Uh, well, yeah, but one's bigger than the other. Like yeah, one's a one's of... a one's a heavenly sword, and one's just kind of <laughs> oh, okay. like a regular sword. Okay. Yeah. Heavenly, so so it's godly. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I guess you know I can see where someone might be confused about that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I played the demo when I first got my PS3, and I had never actually tried it, so I was wondering if it was good. Are you doing? So are you going to do a review on it? Or? Oh no, God no! I don't review okay. those kind of games. Come on. <laughs> that's that's what you guys do. I only review vintage video games and mushy peas, right? And fish, fish and chips, and coffee. What happened there? I don't know. Did we lose somebody? What are you uh, talking about? <laughs> Chris obviously just walked away. <laughs> what? I'm right here. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, I just got really weird for a second. It was just very quiet. It was just me talking about like food items, f- food and drink. Did did Vintage's voice lull you to sleep? I think P1 is ready for bed. So thank you for getting up, sir. We're going to we're going to say good night to you, and we wish you pleasant dreams and 
Thank you for coming back on the show for our one-year anniversary special. Thanks for the call, and I uh, can't wait to hear the whole episode. Thank you. <laughs> when is when is our episode done? Like uh, I'm gonna hopefully have episode eight of the Cartridge Club finished, edited tomorrow. What? Get, I'm gonna try. Um, we got a Ooh. lot going on this weekend, getting ready for the wedding. So come on, priorities, man. Well, I'm not getting married, right? So right. <laughs> I get my bag packed. I'm well under the weight limit. Oh yeah, when is when is this event occurring? He we fly out on Saturday, so nice. two days from now. I'm glad we caught and, you. Yeah, the actual wedding is on Tuesday, the twenty second. Did you put my video thing together? My special message. That's tomorrow morning. It's uh, oh, yeah. when I first think. First thing when I get up, I'm gonna go get a coffee and I'm gonna edit them all together because I was just waiting for the last one from Johnny Millennium. Did Chris do one? No, I forgot you texted me about that. Yeah, that's okay. Dude, what is your problem? I did text him. It's all right. Chris is a busy man. Chris. No, I'm not. I'm a... Send him. Send him the thing. I'm screwed <laughs> There's up. There's still depressed. time. If uh, if you happen to find free time, Chris, and if you so desire, um, if as long as I get it before we fly, like we're flying out, we're leaving for the airport 1 p.m. Eastern time. So um, Saturday. So I should say things like, "Hey, I hope your marriage turns out better than mine." <laughs> yeah, well that w- that would be uh, something I guess he's hoping for. <laughs> <laughs> would that be a good uh, comment? Fifty percent of marriages in divorce. Let's just hope you're on that the better half of that. I think maybe maybe you know make it a little more cheerful than that. Okay. Yeah. Fifty percent of marriages. Fifty percent of marriages don't end a divorce. <laughs> yeah. Maybe just don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. I'll just uh, I'll just Photoshop your face onto vintages. <laughs> what on his on his neck? Yeah. No, he actually showed his face for this. No. Yes. yes. It's not going on YouTube, so it's not for public dissemination. It it, it should. You should put it on YouTube afterward. I uh, yeah, I thought about because some of the videos I got are, are quite funny. Um, if you put my fa- if you do it and you like blur out my face, you can do that. Okay, maybe then maybe I'll blur your face out. Yeah, because I didn't want to. I didn't want to tell you no, it's not going up there. And then just do do that. Do do the cool thing where they like you know you put like <laughs> the digitized thing on my face. Okay. The the shimmery thing. You know what I'm talking. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll get a a picture of a luchador mask. Okay, all right. That, oh, that we talked about that, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the, yeah, so Chris, if you if you want to, you, there's no obviously if you don't feel like it or you don't want to or you don't have time. Uh, How would I get that to you? Just email? Yeah, you can send it to my personal email, um, which say, is say it. I'll bleep it out. All right. It's okay. I'm sorry. I'll just I'll just text it to him. No, it's cool. Oh, that's yeah. That's you wrote way. it down. Right. Well, I'm not gonna forget. No, it's no, I'm funny. Bleep, I'm gonna have to bleep that too. <laughs> okay. All right. When uh, when we were in high school and all my friends were getting like what they thought were cool emails with the number sixty nine and reference <laughs> to large members, I said someday I'm gonna have to apply for a job and they're gonna want my email address. So I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> so I've had that since high school. That's an old email. That's cool. 
All right. Good night, P1. Give our heartfelt congratulations to P2 on his on his marriage and and uh, tell him we're sorry that we couldn't be there, but we weren't invited. <laughs> and we're sorry that he didn't come on, but he was like apparently tired at midnight. <laughs> right. <laughs> Whatever that's about. I will pass all of that along. Okay. And guys, Excellent. congratulations on one year. And hopefully in 365 days, you'll be waking me up again from watching Vikings in the nude to tell me that uh, it's the two-year anniversary. Because your show is one of the highlights of the month for, for I'm sure, every listener that you have. Thank you, P1. That's Thank you for fun. your lies. I appreciate everything you said. <laughs> <laughs> I meant half of that. All right. <laughs> All right, bro. All right, guys. All right. Good, Good night, night, man. Nighty night. night. Bye. All right, guys. Thank you so much for joining us on this episode, our one-year anniversary. I hope that we entertained you and that you enjoyed it and that you had some good laughs like we always try to provide. Uh, and we look forward to hopefully, hopefully having another year of our Retro Rejects podcast. We want to just ask you if you would please subscribe to our YouTube channel so that you can get updates on when the show is being uploaded and you can also post on the comments so, so that you can be part of the community of the Retro Rejects listeners. And also follow us on Twitter. I think it's just at Retro Rejects, right? Uh, yes, I believe that is correct. <laughs> and so uh, I want to say thank you to all you guys you know, for listening and commenting and and Chris, I wanted to say thank you, you know, to you for being an awesome uh, podcast co-host. I've had so much fun, and I look forward to year number two. Me too. You know, I have to say also, you are more than just a co-host on a podcast with me. You are one of my closest friends, and I just have to thank you for um, being there for me in some tough times in the past year. And I just hope that, that you see me the same way that I was able to be there for you. Absolutely. I love you, brother. I'm blessed by your friendship. Uh, so also, uh, guys, um, check us out on iTunes. Give us a rating and continue to send us in your audio questions. I think we have maybe two or three in the queue. Uh, but you can always send us an audio question or just a regular old email to retrorejectspodcast at gmail.com. And we look forward to hearing from you there. Uh, leave us a comment on the episode trailer. Tell us some of your favorite uh, moments from the first year of Retro Rejects. And again, I just want to thank each and every one of you. There would be no point in doing the show if we didn't have awesome people like you guys to actually listen, it's fun for us, but we also do it for you guys. And we thank you for all your support. 